This week, we start our discussion with a pitch for a Quinlan Voss series and convince ourselves it could be the next best thing after Andor. We then take time to pour one out for beloved actor and director Carl Weathers. After that Quinlan corner and our solemn salute to Weathers, we jump into our review of the final issues for both Bounty Hunters and Dr. Aphra. After discussing those finales, we get to our coverage of all the Return of the Jedi one-offs created in celebration of the film's 40th anniversary, such as Jabba's Palace, Ewoks, Lando, Max Rebo, The Rebellion, and The Empire. Please enjoy responsibly. Let's go! Continue. We're back this week. Chol's Cantina on Jalakaz. <laughs> uh, just a, another reference from one of the many comics we're covering. Rolls today. off the top. Uh, it's yes. great to be back, guys. We're back. We're back. We're popping back. off like Papanoida. We're you know we're 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 on like a game of grab ball. We're yeah. we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Wow. It is great to be back. It was a it little is. bit later taping than we usually do, um, mm-hmm. and it felt like an eternity. It's good the heat of tonic yeah. is flowing. The Saswana spice is swirling in the air. Yeah. The Mayluron sunrise. Doing it again. Yeah. Yes. Reference. More um, <laughs> references to the many comics we'll be covering today. I'm always jealous of references. Uh, we are I... returning yeah. back to uh, the one-off Return of the Jedi issues that were in celebration of the 40th anniversary. Uh, and we're going to cover them in order. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, but you'll stick around, and uh, we'll probably be talking about many, many characters, <laughs> beloved characters, and moments from these issues. So, yeah, it's a nice like okay. bow on the end mm-hmm. of uh, the yeah. Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary. Yes. It's nice yeah. to actually. And I always do like the there. we'll we'll talk more. I like the standalone sometimes because they're not wrapped into a larger continuity. You can just explore a character that may not be explored in any other anywhere else ever. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we'll, we're also going to cover uh, the last issue of the Dr. Afra run, issue 40. Um, yeah. And the last ever issue of uh, Bounty Hunters. Don't, don't, don't jinx it, Ben. Uh, <laughs> there couldn't possibly be any more to tell about Violet no. Valance. I, I will run, say, and we'll talk about when we get there, It's I, I it was a late-breaking text to, to Ben and Grant yesterday, I think, because, or the day before, because... I knew Bounty Hunters was ending. That was that was clearly stated in a lot of a lot of press. And then when I read, like I read as it comes out, and I got Doctor Afro on Wednesday, and I read it like Friday. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's yeah. it. Okay, so I guess we should cover this too. So that was a surprise ending. Yeah. Um, which also seems like it might have been a surprise to the writers. We'll talk about it when we read the comic. Ooh, okay, that's exciting. Uh, but yeah. first, um, we were just sort of gabbing before we started recording, yeah. and I wanted to throw it on the pod because it's interesting. Um. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to sort of recount how we, we had this Quinlan boss oh, so conversation? We, we, were, we were talking before that we went live here, and uh, we were thinking, you know, what would make a great Disney Plus show? Something as edgy as Andor, as 
you know, uh, sort of layered as Andor, but maybe attacks the Jedi sort of force. Yeah, looks at the force uh, yeah. storyline, and I yeah. think we got. I think we came down to. I think Quinlan Voss would just be an incredible Disney mm-hmm. show. Like you could really get into Jedi ethics and ideology after the fall, and you know, uh, you know what his journeys are and what the galaxy's become, and sort of Jedi on the run, sort of uh, the the, the yeah. Jedi on the run sort of pastiche that is like central to Star Wars. Like I feel like that is that is so fun and uh could be a really fun story and uh yeah, yeah super fun conversation it, it'd be super interesting too i mean we could also one thing is just to talk about you can totally justify it through disney plus because we get a quinlan voss like reference in the obi-wan right. series like it's there right <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he is, yeah he's yeah. live action canonized now in that way but the other thing is to tell almost like i know he's older than luke but almost this like parallel story of just like you know, Luke came about in a time, felt like a chosen one. I am now having like I'm part of this larger thing, the rebellion. But what about like what happens when you're like there's no other Jedi around? You have lost, right? Yeah. You you are done and you survived. And what's it like to have the force, have the ethics surrounding the Jedi, but have none of the none of the support systems there, right? right. And I think you can tell us, and none of us, don't worry, none of us are gonna drift into the idea of a gray Jedi, <laughs> but you can talk about you can talk about what it means to be a force user, a light side user who's 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 had to or felt like he had to dabble in the dark side of it here and there to yeah. survive. Yeah. yeah. It, Quinlan Voss is just that character that just gets cooler the more times you run into him. And when you start sort of thinking about like what he's done. I mean, a like even when they they rolled him out in the Clone Wars, he was like he was impossibly cool. Even like Obi Wan mm-hmm. was like yeah. Obi Wan just looked like a pencil pusher. Like he was just like oh hello, all right. And like um, <laughs> and Quinlan was impossibly cool in that. That's just him being him. Um, you know, West Coast bro bra like Jedi just doing this thing. But then like, like a field Jedi, like he's definitely in the yeah, field. Yeah, often. Yeah, making it work, and he and he's like at at peace with it. It's harmonious. He's a he's a true warrior. Um, but then it just like gets cooler. I mean that you know dark disciple thing where he has to like cross right you know lines. So he's he knows the dark side full hand. I mean the fact that the Jedi Council trusted him enough to do that mission, um, you know, is cool. All right, he was Asajj Ventress's boyfriend. I mean, what the heck is cooler than that? Um, yeah, he. You know, and then and then now he's involved in the path, uh, which I think is one of the coolest right. new things to come out of the Disney Plus <laughs> yeah. shows. I know we yeah. need more about that. That's so once you, once you see yeah. his name, I think ashed on the wall or, or I guess spoken. I forget how he's mentioned, but uh, yeah. it's like, uh, well, he's out there. Like, yeah. let's would love to see that angle, that perspective right. on the galaxy. Hopefully. That's a project, you know, they're exploring. But it's just, yeah, it's just rife with awesomeness. It's like it's so- you could go in so many ways. And, I, you know, I, I was definitely thinking what you were thinking, Adam, where it's like you could play a little bit with that morality and not the great yeah. Jedi thing. But he's now seen both sides. Yeah. I mean, he should be yep. very jaded about the Jedi Order. Um, you know, it seems like he's going to use his powers to sort of help other force sensitives. Right. Because you, you get that sort Jedi. of storytelling with Kanan too, Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. I mean, you get, you get that whole rogue Jedi you know, kind of smuggler gunslinging Jedi with Canon Jarrus. But he, I, I wonder if Quinlan could just delve a little darker in terms of just what Quinlan gets in, you know, up to in terms of, I I uh, would also mastery and magic and all that. sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's also, you could tell a Canon Jarrus prequel series as well. Like if you did a live action, right? Because like, which would be a very similar story. I feel like I love rebels. Rebels is great. Rebels is still a cartoon. 
right? It is still aimed yeah. at a slightly younger audience. And so I, I and I'm not saying like we need like we need like R rated Star Wars, but like in, like you said, Grant, like an Andor level, like in terms of challenging and focusing and mm-hmm. dealing with ethics and dealing with morals and and grittiness and not like just to throw that term around, but just like sure. Was it I, I I agreed. Like I think you could do this and, and this idea of just like I love the idea of like if you're gonna use things like light and dark, and this idea that like if you were a light side user, the second you touch the dark side, you are forever tainted. Because once you add dark or black to white, you can't ever get it back to pure white. Right. And I don't mean that in like a gray sense, but in terms of like this idea that Quinlan Boss is has touched the dark, is yeah. aware of this and is and is trying to address that. Right? It's almost like, like Vince Gilligan would be the perfect yes, person. Yes, yes. That's what I was yes. thinking too. Because it would be like 100%, a dark yeah. deed, but for the right reason. Like yeah. it, you know, it would just be well, a because like Saul's the perfect example of that. Right. Saul is like the perfect example of someone sure. who's like, I think a good person at heart who got wrapped up, touched the dark side of whatever it is, and was like still trying to be a good person, but yeah, knows he's a scammer, knows he can do <laughs> stuff, right? But he's a, I, I really think Saul Goodman's a, a good person at heart. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see that story, because it's like now that you're mm-hmm. sort of past the shackles of the Jedi Order, like having him doing the right thing, like Quinlan Voss doing the right thing, but yeah. maybe doing things that the, the council would never, ever approve of. Right. Because he can't fall back. Like, because the thing is, is like, it's yeah. easy to be a Jedi. It's easy to be a light side Jedi when you have a thousand other Jedi out there that you can rely on. But if you're the only light side user that you know of out there, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. yeah. He's a very cool Jedi. And I mean, we get this sort of storytelling in the Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor games. But um, Cal Kestis is kind of a blank slate Padawan character that sort of evolves with yes. you, the player. Yep. And experience the galaxy with you, the player, and you go through all these sort of traumatic Shakespearean plot points with him, and you see that evolution. Whereas Quinlan Voss, I think, can just hit in a more mysterious, darker way than Cal Kestis. And, and that's sort of what is so alluring about Andor as well, it's, where Andor yeah. just feels like this enigma, you know, character that sort of is in the right place at the right time. It feels like the force is almost operating through Andor at times, yeah, even though it's like yeah. it's a lot of right place, oh, right time, totally. right knowledge yeah. for the right situation. Yeah. Will um, the force. Staying a step yeah. ahead against of the enemy. He's like, yeah, it's great. I, you bring up an interesting point because like Cal Kestis, who I really like, I like that character. I'm really excited to see his story continue. But like it's easy as a, it's so weird to say this because I feel like you're playing a video game, but you're still also very much a viewer, sure. right? Because you yeah. can't, because that, yeah. that that game's on rails. You can't make choices. Uh, I love the story they're telling, but at the same time, like, it's very easy to write it off of, well, he's a Padawan, so he didn't get there. Like, you can see him learning the lessons. Quinlan is a master, right? He was a master at, at right? Like, he is... Think a knight. He's a knight at Think least, knight. right? He's, yeah. like, knighted. So yeah. he's there. So that's an interesting story to me of someone who's like past the trials, have demonstrated he is full Jedi, and then to have to make these decisions. I think is you can't fall back yeah. on, well, he didn't quite make it and he's still learning and he didn't get all the lessons. He's gotten all the lessons. And yeah. it's now the 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 situations he's in that are making for tough decisions. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And because Cal is like he is vectoring in a weird mm-hmm. direction. Mm-hmm. I mean the the blaster usage is so uncivilized. Um yes. and yeah, and then he's just like, nope, you know what? I am gonna have a girlfriend. <laughs> I've always wanted one. Mm-hmm. Um I've already got the best one, you know, for me. Yep. In the galaxy, and I'm not gonna let that go. Yep. Uh and that's really cool, man. So it's like I don't yeah. know what comes next for Cal. Like I it's also yeah. He's like, you know, been tasked with 
you know, keeping the young one from the dark side, but it's like, bro, he needs to be kept from the dark he, side. Yeah, somebody needs to keep him. Yeah. He's a yeah. bantha hair's breath away from, you know, He's, tumbling. I know, like, he goes full Andor at the end and just one-shots, you yeah. know, it's... It's wild. it's very true. And, you know, there's an intersection, possible intersection. We talked a lot about after Jedi Survivor, this idea of the path being a big part of the third That'd of the third great. game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right, then we, you could get some yeah. interesting people coming down the path. I mean, yeah. maybe they're not all virtuous. Maybe they're influencing. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't remember the girl's name now, Akio or something. Um, but yeah. like influence her in a bad yes. way. And, you know, yeah, who knows? Um, just excited about Which, that. I mean, an interesting that's now we're like just we're all over the place, but it'd be a very interesting story of like we're used to the mentor bringing the mentee to the light side. And what if it's kind of the reverse, yeah. right? The mentee bringing Cal back to the light side uh, in a way, the innocence of that. Um, so not to like one ADS, but we're, we're going to jump into comics in a second. But before we do that, all right. I mean, yeah. we, 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 we got to talk, we got to do it. We yeah. got to talk Carl Weathers, oh right? Like, like what, Bro, what, this, a... this, this basically, I like, I, I <laughs> felt, a, I just felt, you know, his, the cries in the force when this happened, yeah. I just like bundled over in it's one of those living things. room when I got the text from Ben. Yeah. 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 I, I similarly, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I, I mean, I grew up with Carl Weathers, Weathers yeah. and we'll talk about this outside of even Star Wars, but like, it's one of those things that I didn't know how much I loved right. him. Like I've always liked him, but until mm-hmm. he was gone, because I didn't, I didn't think I'd react yeah. so hard <laughs> the yeah. way I did. But I was in a funk for like a day. He is good news. vibes, he is you know. Yeah, he really is. He really is, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's just sad that we lost him. Um, yeah, but apparently peacefully in his sleep. Uh, from yeah, God, he got to go, man. He's yeah. yeah. By today's standards, yeah. he was young, man, seventy six. He was, yeah, and he looked yeah, hale and hearty he's... and. He looked so strong and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and, uh, yeah. I I've had this is gonna be like I don't I don't want to like take us too off the rails, but that's what I do. That's that's, you, that's I've my noticed job this lately with you, Adam. At, You're like non sequitur, yeah. Adam, right at the top of the show. Non sequitur. Um, never. But change. like, so I I've had like a weird week with like death. Oh. <laughs> in terms, not just not super personal. Yeah. Don't worry about. It. I haven't lost anyone personal, but I I reread the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for the first time in a long sure. time, and it's just it's like a good bedtime story. I love that book. It's like one of my favorite things. And Douglas Adams, I'm like, I know he's he's passed on, he's dead. Right. And so, but like Hitchhiker is one of those weird things where it came out before I was born. I kind of discovered it when I was a teenager. So like the math, I never really like looked into any of this stuff. Sure. And I knew he passed around in 2000. So I was just like, Oh, and something that says died suddenly. And I'm like, well, I'm sure he was like, it's like someone like Terry Pratchett who did like Discworld, who like was in his like nineties. So I'm like, Oh, he, you know, he probably had a good long life. 49. That man died at 49. Like, like I, he made me feel two things at once. Checker's guide in his like mid twenties, yeah, which I'm like, absolute masterpiece. Yeah. Come on, like I feel like, <laughs> yeah, a waste of space, <laughs> like a waste of space. And then to write like four or five sequels that are unbelievable, and then just the shame of just like, oh my god, we were robbed of like forty yeah. more years right. of stories. And that's how I'm feeling with the Carl yes. Weathers of just like we we're robbed of another 10, yeah. 15 years oh. of just Carl yeah. Weathers because, like, he was a great rock. And and he was great predator and predator, yeah. but like a couple a couple other things I just want to like call yeah. out from my childhood is he was in Happy Gilmore. Yes, like, yeah. Don't yeah. forget he was in Happy Gilmore, and like like we forget yeah. how funny he is. Like we he was so funny in, in Happy Gilmore. He was so funny in Arrested Development. Yeah, that man was 
hilarious as oh, the teaching coach, uh, teaching coast in, in uh, that. And then uh, a, a childhood favorite of mine, um, which maybe I might be ref- talking to one listener out there, which was Force Ten from Navarone. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm crickets. not one of. The, I'm not um, that one. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's all. Just wanted to call it out. We don't talk more about. It. But Harrison yeah, Ford, Harrison Ford, was always too. you know Dylan from Predator. Dylan, yep, standout character oh, for yeah. me uh, growing up. Sort of uh, emphasized sort of hard work and just how you know and and due diligence and just a cool kind of action hero character uh, I could get behind. Um, he was, yeah. And, I don't know. Just absolutely yeah. love him and everything I've ever seen him in. Um, uh, yeah, and and just cooking. Like grief just started yeah. cooking. I, I, I yeah, I bad. I, I, funny movies coming out, and like I almost wished. Yeah, Carl Weathers. He's, he was a Carl Weathers was an actor that like my friend group in college like like idolized like you know 20 years ago yes. we were just like no he was the man yeah and like when i was yeah. overjoyed when he joined and, star wars as and when i saw him agreed. i was like oh I, this is amazing um i just finished a rewatch of the of three seasons of mando plus those two episodes in <laughs> that's Boba. right yeah. like just like you know yeah. i finally and it, it, oh, yeah. man and it, i had watched pretty much all of it in a go and except for two episodes yeah. and I just finished it up and I was like, Oh God, no Carl yeah. buddy. Like just, it just hurt to yeah. see him like hand over. He's like, have this beautiful, I was like, I, I want you to have that stretch of land. Hi, Magistrate. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. And it's just, he like, he never turned in a bad performance no. that I've, and he I've directed ever seen. a lot. He too. always yeah. elevated. Someone in our chat yeah. is basically all caps Apollo Creed right yeah, now. Yeah. Just <laughs> I know. I, I yeah. again, just like just a couple performances yeah, all around. Yeah. Really, have you heard the story of him getting Apollo Creed, getting that role? No, no. He got it by talking no. smack to Sylvester Stallone because he came in for auditions, and he read the script. He's like, "This is great. I'm totally yeah. Apollo." And he's like. He's like, who's who's Rocky? Like, who's gonna play Rocky? And Sylvester Stallone's in there. Remember, this is the part where Sylvester Stallone is yeah. a nobody. Like, this is how he gets this. He's thing. like season one. And he goes, Garga. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, me. And Paul Greer goes, no, <laughs> no. Like, like, just. And that was. And, but again, Sylvester Stallone, a a pro, an interesting human yeah. being. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, was at least at that point well enough to go. This is the antagonist. Yeah, this is I the need. guy. Like someone who actively. <laughs> yeah, this is the guy. He calls me out immediately. Yeah, I just. Um, it's so sad. Uh, the other thing I was gonna say too is just. I think I texted this, but like, I know his like his level of involvement with Mando is like up and down between the three seasons of how much he's in the show. He directed. But, like you're always episodes. guaranteed. He directed, yeah, yeah. But you're always guaranteed to like a Mando, oh, which yeah. is like what Mando, yeah. We do that to so, ourselves, and like it's not going to feel like Mandalorian movie or a show. Yeah. Not hearing that, yeah. like I that I'm so sad. I know it's such a trite thing to be sad about, but I'm really sad that that. Yeah, just... if there was ever like a way to like do the whole serialized ending, like maybe it's him at in the cantina being like Mando, and then like just end, yeah. like credits like i'm pumped with that yeah <laughs> I'm happy. i know again it's like another death yeah. that like that oh star wars has to, like lucasfilm has to write around it's like yeah i mean it, it's crazy and i mean because it's really mando yeah. can't go anywhere without running into like without running into him first no, but right around it in in a sort of respectful yeah, way yeah. where it's like it's well, like, they have to give him know, his you due. You can't just say also. the character got taken out I, by pirates or right. something. Like he, 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 be, he went through that arc and fended off the pirates. Yeah, you know, or, you know, yeah. it has to be. Or, just, or yeah. maybe they just never show him, and they're like, "He's living well." 
<laughs> he's like, high magistrate's too busy I, for you. Like, I think that's cool. That. Maybe that's don't kill him in the show. I mean, yeah. they've done that with other characters who have been written out for not those reasons. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> right. That we acknowledge that they yeah. exist still in the universe, but we're probably never going to see them again yeah. unless they apologize nationally for saying horrible things about uh, races of people. Uh, yeah. But moving on about that, uh, I mean, the other thing they could do, which I'm a little hesitant, but I could see them totally doing, which is making it the, the you know, the, the motivation of the movie of just like he, he and Grogu are away from the planet comes back and the, and his stretch of land and the, and the town is just oh wiped God, off, like make but... it a death star moment. Right. Of mm. just like, of just, we've lost yeah. them all. Right. Mm. And, and, and it doesn't have to be like specifically about, you don't have to spend time on grief cargo, but is that the thing that gets oh. him out and about in the world? Right. Like just a, a death star moment. Anyways, hopefully, hopefully yeah. there's a tribute in the movie yeah. or whatever next yeah. season, some sort of like, I mean, that movie's uh, gonna be dedicated to him, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's, I think it's so. Gotta I think it'll be really, yeah. really touching if it's dedicated. Yeah. To him. yeah, yeah. Maybe we get a Mando at the end. Maybe a dedication of a lesson. They picture Mando. <laughs> oh, like an after credit. Right? Mando. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like sort of outtake. Uh, no, I want to cry. Yeah. Anyway, I would. They probably have. I would be like, why is that man still in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> alone his family's leaving mm-hmm. uh, all right very sad um <laughs> it is let's yeah. let's not dwell on that was the, no, the universe no, no. Uh, he's one with the force uh, and we got three yeah, amazing seasons and what a great character yeah 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 why don't we uh, I mean, move that's... into our primary content yeah. here do sorry yep no no let's do it <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Someone no. just is like no. holding on to their comics, put them away for like 35 <laughs> yeah. minutes, and it's now just like, oh my god, I'll pick those back. Yeah, up. yeah. Oh my That's... goodness. I know. Big yeah, but hey, you know, right. things happen. Yeah. Um sometimes we gotta get real. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's on the really real, and sometimes you need to talk about Quinlan Boss for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um talk about two other things that are now one with the force, which are bounty hunters and Dr. Afra. Yeah, well, what's the Afra is just the end of the arc for her, right? But I mean, but Bounty Hunters is done, done. No, I mean, Doctor Afra is like done, done in terms of like if it comes back, it's going to be issue number one. Like this is the last issue of the of the last issue of this Alyssa Wong run, which is incredible. Yes, great run. And there's nothing. Great. There's no clear plan for Doctor Afra number one new run coming up. It has not been announced. We are at a moment where, and we'll talk about this a little bit, where there are only two mainline comics continuation. There's plenty of miniseries going right. I don't know why I said miniseries so wrong, so weird. There are plenty of miniseries going on right now, like the Django Fett miniseries is starting, the Mace Windu. Sure. But those are just like limited runs. The only two that are currently that are currently slated to keep going is Star Wars and Vader. Other than that, everything else are are just everything else is just. Wow, series. Uh, so they are tightening the belts over there to Star Wars Marvel. I don't know huh. why. I don't know what they might. They might be on the verge of announcing a ton of new. Uh, I think it's its theatrical release. You know, feature film mm-hmm. mode mm-hmm. now. I think they're turning yeah. it on. Basically, they're. You know what? We're going theatrical because I think everyone's trying to bring back the theatrical experience now that you got your Apple Vision Pro and all this stuff that like the you know alternative platforms viewing platforms for films it's like i think there's going to be a big surge of studios trying to keep yeah. the theatrical experience yeah. alive and i think disney's going to try and you know lead that charge because it's admirable and i think i i'm a huge fan of people who do yeah. that so and studios that choose to do mm-hmm. that so well i mean i'm pumped that that's the direction yeah, I mean, we've said it a million times and so it's bears saying again i mean maybe this is this is the time where you make the jump with afro 
you know, to live action and, and do a thing with her, you know, yeah. um, yeah. that would be great. I mean, she, she is an amazing yeah. character that could do amazing things. And a lot of her like gnarliest things that would keep her off the big screen are behind her in her past. And, you know, it, you know, yeah. So I, I think there's, there's no limit to it. You know, we, yeah. we do know that this issue, not a lot happened. It was just like, uh, and we put a bow on it, and that was the thing. It was like, yeah, they yeah, brought to, yeah. She so, missed, yeah. God. Why don't you take over, Adam? You, well, you know. so I, the thing I want to say is, and this is again as a comic reader of uh, thirty some odd years, I'm trying to think when I first picked up my first comic, but yeah, thirties, thirty years, thirty five or more. Uh, I could sniff out a um, abrupt cancellation of a comic run. Yeah. Uh, and mile. yeah, and this sure feels like it because like, it, it, like the end of the last episode, she's like going off to do something. And this time it's just like, it's fixed in like three panels or like yeah. three pages. It's like, nope, she lived. It's fine. Everything's good. We're going to. S- yeah, that was crazy. Cause I, that cliffhanger where yeah. you basically sacrifices herself yep. yeah. is done. Um, three pages into she the escapes book. from that it's like that, somehow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Uh, okay. The other yeah. thing. I like to say about it, and this is just like some behind the scenes. This is a normal length of a comic. It's the 20 pages. Notice that the bounty hunters, which was planned, is is a supersized issue. So something happened uh, here in terms of just like they did the numbers and they're like, no, sorry, we're cutting it off now. We're not doing a whole run. That being said, and and I will say this having read many of these, I think Alyssa Wong did an excellent job of taking what was probably going to be the start of a new run and giving it a as satisfying an ending as you can. The other thing that happens in the middle of it where I'm like, this is clearly it, is they introduce a new antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of this issue that just ends. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They, a, a Who new will be probably in issue. Hunter. She's hunting Afra, basically. Yeah. So the next run will yeah. start with this character. Yeah. Razzlin Grace, maybe, depending Razzlin on Grace. depending on who takes I it up. I think we'll just continue a run with it. Probably, you know, a new team, maybe, because I feel like. I hope so. But there is no, like, last time when these ended. really nailed this sort of. Yeah. Uh, personal relationships with Afra yeah. and sort of that whole thing. And I feel like if we can just refine that and yeah. go again with all that stuff with now that they're all together, I'm like, this could be great. So, I agree. Uh, we'll talk about Alyssa Wong again uh, later this uh, episode because yes. she Ewoks. wrote Ewoks. Oh, and cool. the, I want to. Yeah. Other but um, yeah, I, again, I think Ben, you're right. Like not much happens. Like, I guess the big thing is like, uh, Magnetova and Sonastaurus, Sonastaurus finds out that she's alive. Um, she basically, I think there might be a, they might be a, a thruple. It's the hottest thruple in the galaxy, Alex. We're hearing nothing else. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I am no, I have no notes. No notes. Other than more. Yeah, yeah. I was like, more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's go. Next, mm-hmm. uh, next comic run, let's go. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's very much of that she is like, I think the big thing is that a big part of Alyssa Wong's run is that like Dr. Afra has Afra had to learn that she needs other people. Yeah. Right. And this issue, this episode, this issue did a pretty good job of the, 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 basically the big thing is that she learns that lesson and comes back to them and the three of them get together and start a life of crime. Yeah. Which is fantastic. And, um, yeah, and she also finds a Jedi text along the way because it wouldn't be mm-hmm. Avra without recovering something super valuable. And this, you know, she made it sound like it was her white whale. She like found this, you know, Jedi text text that was going to change everything. Um, yeah, we. It looks like one of the ones that 
Luke event, you know, eventually. And owns. in the Rise of Skywalker Visual Dictionary, isn't there a little um, bubble that says that Luke got a text from Afra? Oh. Yes. Text, you know, portion. Interesting. Of the yeah. Thought, yeah. Per- I'll buy it, and that makes sense. That would make sense. Um, yeah. The other thing I like in this is that they kind of like. We, there's always been the fan comments and questions about like paper books, right? Yeah. In Star Wars, yeah. and this kind of confirms. Yeah, oh, that yeah, they we'll are that. like, literally, like oh, book. Says, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, book. Like, yeah. This is a this is a person who went through academia and was an archaeologist, and she even says like, I've only seen a couple of real ones locked up in the archives. I thought most of them had been lost. These these are paper pages. Yeah, like that's what she says. Like yeah. I love that. Like that's uh, huge because that really just establishes you know how long they've been using data pads for. Yeah. It's like oh, mm-hmm. but I haven't never seen a book in all my schooling. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good bit. Good bit. Well, you know, the important thing is that Doctor Afra exists. Um, yeah, she's just a fantastic character, and yep. you know, and that hopefully we will see her again. I mean, I think she's too great yep. a character. What What is the Indiana Jones movie like mystery for Afra? Like, what is that relic? Like, you know, if if there's a theatrical film, man, really good question. So <laughs> it's so hard because like she's yeah. done so many. But if you're gonna okay, I'm gonna remember. Here's boring Adam thinking about like if, <laughs> like synergy. Uh, I mean, if you're going to do something where you're going to have this tied in universe, it's got to be something that's introduced in the Dawn of the Jedi movie. Right. right. Like, oh, like she is synergy. now searching for yeah. the first Agreed. lightsaber, like Agreed. something like that. Like oh, the first lightsaber. Helpful. There you go. Oh, the first lightsaber. Done. done. All right. Did it. No, all right. First, no notes. First thought, best thought. <laughs> all right. Good. Done. That's it. Um, nailed, nailed it. it. All right. Can I give one right, more got piece? Got that of, out. Uh, Thank you guys. I need this is my therapy of the week. Yeah. I just need to get out this certain. Can I give one more piece of evidence how this was not a yeah. planned finish to the series? Sorry, this is the comic nerd in me just coming out. Okay, no, flex right. one more real quick. This. Um, is we'll talk about bounty hunters. They gave Ethan Sachs a page to write. Yes. Like his my feelings. Notice that this is not did not happen. I mean, Ethan Sachs had more because he did the entire run of, of things. Yeah. But notice it's just like the last page is like Dr. Afro will return, dot dot dot. But no Alyssa Wong, like I said nostalgia. Here's how I feel. What if I yeah. said nostalgia? Well, maybe she'll be running it, yeah. but it, I mean it could be like a narrative shift where they have plans for these characters or there's another yeah. show that's in production that we don't know uh, about. I that's I, what I love I how always think. hopeful you are. Here's why that's not the case. Uh let me dash your dreams on the rocks of 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 Marvel oh publishing. Goodness. Oh, thanks, Adam. Um, that's great. Great. I was hoping you'd do that. Let me, You're let me welcome. Because if they had that plan, they'd be advertising at the end of this book. It's what they do all the time. And last time they ended Dr. Afro and restarted it, they had done to the gills promotion of like, we're restarting. Now we're jumping forward to between Empire and Jedi. But the good news, if there is good news, is that this may not be as unplanned as we're thinking because all of the series seem to be really getting close to return of really Jedi. Close. Jedi really close and so they might just being like we have to end these we'll take a step back and do and they're i think they're trying to figure out do we want to start telling comic stories post return of the jedi in which case yes we'll welcome back all these all these characters or do we just want to look explore other areas which is what's happening right now we're, we're getting a break we're getting like a we're getting two flashback series a mace windu and a and a and a thing is that a is, that, I, a, is that a comic series or a novel because it i was the, looking today and it both. looked like a novel Oh, we're I getting think there both? is a Mace Windu novel coming out and a Mark Bedard okay. written comic miniseries starting next month, I 
think. Which, if you if you right. bought the Revelations right uh, yep. issue, you do get a little taste of uh, mm-hmm. Mace Windu. Mace Windu uh, short story in there. Yep. It's great yeah. stuff. Like yeah. Mace Windu is one of those characters where it's like, where is where is all the Mace Windu material? Just yeah. given like. Uh, you know, it, maybe as a Padawan, as as a young yeah. knight, like there's so much time. There's like a you know you decades in those gaps, which are probably fascinating. Yeah, I did read today I, that um, the Windu novel will be him carrying out Qui Gon Jinn's last wish for him. Give it to me now, right? Let's go. <laughs> right. Like I just, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. what I love about Star right. Wars is you can just do a sentence that someone <laughs> yeah. just pitched in like a meeting, and I'm like, best novel ever. Let's Every go. time they release Print every it. novel they release, I'm like, this is going to be the best one ever yeah. and they're always oh, good but it's just like it's just hilarious like i'm they're still getting better you tell me yeah yeah um i my theory is, is that what they just did now um what they've done for the comics uh for the last couple of years of tell the stories between episodes four and five and how five and six i think there's internal debates happening but based on the miniseries they're releasing right now yeah is i'm wondering if they're seeing how those sell and if they're not going to jump backwards and have mainline runs that tell between episodes one and two. Mm. And I'm wondering if that's the, the space they're going to fill in with comics. They'll have a Star Wars main run that looks at kind of like Qui-Gon or, or, or not Qui-Gon, uh, but, um, you know, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Padme, that stuff. Yeah. And then do some other runs like so that's my thing. I like looking at the numbers and the data. Like, yeah, let's get granular. On this. Yeah. I feel it's very like clever at him. I feel like this is what Marvel has done for years is what DC has done for mm-hmm. years. They're looking at the best sellers. They're saying, oh, my God, people love Wolverine. They love X-Men. They, they yep. let's just pump this out. Um, and yep. it's the other dirty secret about Spider-Man. comics is they're lost leaders, meaning that like comics make no money for them, but they sell toys and they sell movies. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that actually I find hopeful because there's less of the uh, we're canceling this immediately because it's not making enough money. They're like, ah, it's getting people to think about star Wars. So we'll keep doing it. But I mean, but sales also are eyeballs, right? And yes. like sort of like exactly. recognition yeah. of the characters. And yeah. I feel like I wonder out of this last, you know, these few event series we've had, um, I have spark eternal dark droid, all this kind of the stuff we've had. I wonder what sold the, the most among all the series that were sort of doing yeah, I sort know. Of connective weaving there. I, yeah. I, I wonder, because Darth Vader was just impact. I, it's like, I almost wanted to like bag and board all my Vader's just given that it's, it's gotta be pretty great. It's gotta be they're selling. iconic. It's Each one still, is pretty nice. There's no, there's no, there's nothing on the horizon that they've announced of them stopping Star Wars or Vader. Yeah. And I would be surprised yeah. even if they stop, they might that actually be might be what they do is they just keep those two going and then jump do jumping back is like I think yeah. see I think they're going back to pre prequels like before mm. the prequels and I think they're Love going it. to Mando if you will it they're it gonna is go not to a dream they're gonna go to the two outer edges they're going to the outer edges of the timeline that's yeah. what I'm predicting mm-hmm. Lucasfilm is going to the outer edges of the timeline they're going before the prequels mm-hmm. and they're going after the the after Return of the Jedi essentially so just I mean at the edges of the original trilogy and prequel trilogy timelines. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying this trilogy, I'm saying yeah. the edges of the I think of you're right. Like they're Lucasian, the, the the George Lucas sort of yeah. timeline. I would love yeah. for them to fill in the five years between Return of the Jedi. It's about five years, right? Between Return of the Jedi and Mando. Yes, that's right. Isn't a five year jump? It's like yeah. use the comics to fill those in, please. Oh yeah, sure. All that yeah. New, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. You New Republic, that, right? yeah. like just right after Return Yeah, of the Jedi. cleaning up yeah, Dodge and then maybe and climaxing with yeah. uh, the Battle of Jakku. Like let's take us all the way up. Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, 
listen, I, I, I learned this from watching you guys, but I mean, it, it makes mostly you, Adam, because I know you have this whole theory about, you know, when they have conjoining events, you know, how it disruptful it is um, across series. And I think they're just, mm-hmm. this is them shedding their shackles of that. It's like, I hope so. And especially since yeah. they have this tight deadline where it's like, well, sooner or later, we've already run into Han Solo in Jabba's palace like four times. <laughs> like sooner or later, they've got to actually, yeah, actually save him. Um, so I think it just makes sense. Okay, let's let's put a bow on bounty hunters. Let's put a bow on Afra. You know, it, I, I can't imagine it'd be more than five issues to get, you know, up to Return of the Jedi. And then they've got to sort of yeah. re, you know, restake the game and now? figure out, yeah. you know, what's going on. But they they were just yeah. roped so hard into this crossover event that I think yeah. um, this is just them untying themselves yeah. from it. And, I, and I'm fine with it if they're going to, you know, give a just couple keep- things a rest. Yeah, throw some miniseries in there. I'm excited for both of the miniseries announced. Yes. Just keep doing that. They yeah, got the Django is going to be amazing. Going. Django is going to be great. Mace Windu by Mark Mark Bedarn is yeah. going to be exceptional. Windu, I'm sure. Um, uh, yeah. So, all right. So we can get we can get we can move. I will allow Wait, us we, or before we before we move. I have one more Please. just quick quick uh, question. I want to close. Yeah. What what characters pre prequels and post Return of the Jedi? do you think would be great sort of either one-offs or great, you know, or, or daring new series? Pre-prequels. You know, make it different. Pre-prequels. Uh, yeah. I would go with um, some random Jedi Council members. Ki-Adi Mun. I mean, or, yeah. He's actually, he would be boring. Um, or just do a, just do a Tales of the Councils. Right, like just have a revolving. Story. I hope Mace Windu's just. Uh, I hope the limited Mace Windu series just a, a, a test to see if maybe Mark Bernardin can move on to do a full like run. Yeah, or something, I know. Yeah, because be he's yeah. weird. He's so in demand right now, though. He's like writing on the Wakanda TV series and some. Other you could stuff. even call it the Jedi Council. Yeah, um, Jedi Council? yeah. Jedi Love it. I don't know. What you call yeah. It. Um, I mean, obviously, Windu is the most compelling council? council member. Yeah. So. What about a, what about you know what you do is. I'm trying to like map it onto like if we're mapping onto the four ones that we have now, which if you think about, we have like like the Star Wars, so maybe you have like our main characters. Then you have a dark side user. So give us Count Dooku, like do a Count Dooku series, right? Like what's Count Dooku up to? Like I know he's, I don't think he's left the Jedi Council yet. Is he still part of the Jedi? I mean, not Council, but part of the Order. Yeah. Around. Gosh, you know, Phantom Menace. He left late, later than I thought. Right? We learned from yeah, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Didn't he leave the Order, like coinciding with with yeah, Qui Gon's death after Qui Gon's death? Maybe Qui Gon's death yeah. sort of pushed him. To so, leave. but yeah, I right? love the fact that he's like still kind of not doing the best stuff. Like he's like yeah. he could be that character of just like pushing the boundaries, doing stuff like that. Yeah. And then you would have a, then you could do a uh, a bounty hunter esque like what are the bounty hunters of the like well so i have an idea for you Sam oh yeah go for it <laughs> well the bounty hunters talking, would be old like early django what do you think bounty, of? i was thinking of a different organization that you Ooh, know pursues yeah. through the galaxy that would be Ooh. just as sexy as bounty hunters okay the mm-hmm. trade federation so stick with me guys oh. we just get we talk about tariffs <laughs> And um, we follow stock rise and fall. Maybe we get the munilists involved. And really, it's just like a financial <laughs> accounting, mutilists. sort of like an accounting yep. podcast. Or, I mean, uh, accounting comic series. <laughs> what, comic, what do you think? Yeah. 
Yeah, actuarial tables on like every like every few pages uh-huh. to, like let you in to know. Yeah. Galactic economies of like, scale, Horchally yeah. engineering yeah. or whatever. Whoever makes the droid again, yes. like where did that That's come from? Yeah. Where did that relationship begin? Yeah, who are the? Big <laughs> I, I know it's a joke, but I would read every <laughs> issue. Like, tell me more about tariffs. <laughs> How many blockades do you have? Uh, yeah. Ongoing blockades. How does one? <laughs> what's the longest blockade that's ever been maintained? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, like, but could you transport the Star Wars main run to before the prequels or to oh, yeah. yes. maybe Acolyte era? Maybe Acolyte's the next foray, like that whole period, yeah, which is, could. what, 150 years before the Phantom Menace? Is that right? Uh, is closer, isn't it? Isn't it bumping right up against? Not bumping right up against, but maybe it's, it's 100 like 100 years before the Phantom Menace. Is that right? Well, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. remember. But I mean, that could also be the that could be the realm of the comics too. Trying to fill in that, yeah, that could period. seed something, right? Something fun for a what little bit. What about It seems like the next thing is the Plagueis is good. Is it probably the only movie the next thing? Yes, I mean, no, no. In terms of like the next live action thing, or is it the is it the Ray film? No, it is. It is Mando. Mando okay. movie is next. I think they. Thing. I think part of that is so they the haven't really officially the, announced the that 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 they, Mando is no, going to be first. They, they said it's immediately going into production, which is further along than I, well, I, I mean, the Ray movie. Yeah, we in don't know. Production. It is a little. I don't bit, know if they're the, actually the script, the script's not done because <laughs> oh. like because what's but the name exists. is like all about it, it. Parts of it exist. It's still he Ray still said she read blinders. the whole thing. I thought he, she read a treatment of what her what she was going to be. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. What did yeah. I say? Ray. <laughs> She's Ray. Right. I, I mean, right. we all know what I'm talking about. But, but I think I, I think part of what happened is I think there's a little slowdown in the Ray movie, and I don't think again the internet jumped on the dark side of the internet jumped on this like wild. And I think all it is is that I think all of it is is that what's his name is like trying to land the Peaky Blinders. Uh, plane yeah with one more season and probably mm-hmm. asked for like can i have a couple more months to do this and they said shoot uh yes right but we need to figure something out <laughs> and then and then dark. literally like called up favreau and be like can you write a movie and he's just like uh Ugh. i already wrote four because this is what i do right like here's yeah. here's the four movies i've written like the downtrending yeah right that's like, a good point right like favreau has like four movie scripts he's just sitting on for mandalorian because that's what he remember that's what he did for Mando before it was a thing. He wrote it for fun. Yeah. Like he was just writing on Christmas, and he like and, sending right. things to Favreau. Sending like ten scripts to Filoni on like Christmas Day. Yeah. Like yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. He writes like no one. He just keeps Filoni writing. and Favreau in their mansion in the hills with a pile of spice, just like being like then this so, happens. Yeah. <laughs> one of those so many scripts, and they're just like, which one? All right. That makes me so, feel better, actually. That I was just like, ugh, what are they gonna pull out of their butt to like you know, that would be as good as uh, season four and why wouldn't it just, but you're, you're totally right. Those nerds have got scripts for days. And I think it's just, they're like, Oh yeah, we could totally come up with a like side quest, two hour fun movie. That's in the between three and four. Like, cause again, you retired that character. Like that guy, the character's retired, right? That's that where we have, we know he's not, but he is. And so it's very easy of just like, Oh, this one more mission got me pulled out of retirement. And then another mission, Got me pulled out for season four. You know, like you know, you know who easy another Quinlan boss thing that would be cool. He would be a great hmm. mentor for Grogu. You know, like if, if oh, he's still around, because yeah. I just feel like you can't just keep using Luke is so on his own like trajectory. Like he can't be the guy, but I feel like it would be really fun for Grogu to learn more, like how to build a lightsaber. Um, yeah, you know, just like more about the order and like develop his skills a little more. And like Quinlan boss, like old Quinlan, 
um because he'd be an old man old man old man, man Quinlan. Quinlan. you heard it here first yeah yep. you know you heard it yeah <laughs> it would it would be be you know because he is he's got a lot more ties to obi-wan kenobi than you know a lot of people think about um yep and he yeah old quinlan old q would be a really fun guide for him I, I do, yeah I, we're going back to where we got to get back to these comments sorry but sorry just final <laughs> note on quinlan Vos. one of eight to he's ten kind of a like He's been to Nalhada and stuff like that. Like, if yeah. you're going to expose us to Nalhada and Narshada and the sort of. You won't be happy to see Nalhada. I feel like right Quinlan Voss is Honestly. the character to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Especially after, like, we saw, like, a poor man's version of it in the in Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. Where I'm like, I come on. We, Dio was, like, a different hole. Thing. Yeah, but it was, like, but it was, like, it was a playing the around with the idea of, like, it, it had some vibes. It, it had some more, like, metropolitan. It had some whatever, but I'm, like, but you're, like, you're getting to the kind of, like, dingier. Dark. Yeah, now Huda is, like, I don't know, everything's mired in some sort of, like, Sin you know, asthma. Yeah. It's yeah. just gross. It's gross. <laughs> it's yeah. basically, like, you would just have a ton of neon, and, then like, it would just be, like, a yellow haze floating right. around. Everywhere. Yeah, like, a yellow haze. It would just be, like, yeah. Ugh. Tough very part. air you, you breathe feel like you poison. get cancer from breathing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like smog laden yeah. yeah 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 um okay uh, all right i'm ready to turn hunters bounty hunters next issue is yeah. what empire do we have empire yeah we still gotta figure we still have to hit oh. bounty hunters we gotta do that this is the bounty hunters, oh, bounty hunters finale yes the hey. actual finale Wait, this is you guys should finale. just take the stage on this one because i i i thought you guys would your buttons would have been pushed by this issue for me i was like great Great yeah. find, nice bow. Great yeah, uh, ending for our great. guy. He's he's out there still. He's I, alive. I was mostly well. I was mostly with you, Grant. I, I mean, it did its did its business. I will say there was one particular cell of the comic or page that sure. maybe I was so confused I didn't know how to feel, and it was just anyone guessed there was a moment where I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's literally a, a picture of uh, <laughs> of Valance punching Dengar straight in the face. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know how I. feel feel about this yes you do you love it i, I don't know i don't i i do poor Valance. Uh, also i mean poor dengar getting beat up in front I mean, of his girlfriend again dengar's face can we just oh. tell the wrath <laughs> story now like they're clearly moving towards that he oh. looks worse and worse every time we I see his know. face i feel for old dengar um, especially like his special lady friend you know what I mean? all right so i have one i have one question for you which kind of might reveal how i feel about this stuff so imagine all right this never happened and then Luke, Leia, Lando, Chewie, uh, the droids show up at Jabba's palace and they're trying. This is 19, <laughs> not 1980. They're trying to save. They're trying to save Han. And then a giant droid with Wolverine claws. Walked out. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, it's thank goodness for thank the force for Valance then, huh? I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I wonder if that was even in like an early script or something. And they're just like, this is hilarious. We should use it. Um, I thought the design was cool, though. Yeah, I really did yeah. like design. I, I uh, will say this comic pulled in so many threads from so many other comics that I kind of appreciate the nerd of me appreciates that, right? Yeah. We got the, we got the yeah. mega droids from Yoda, Boba Fett. Oh, yep. Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. We got another Boba Fett confrontation. Yeah. Yep. We got yeah. the jet. We got the, 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 the ball, the little like brain of, uh, Ajax was referenced. And then, Oh yeah. And then the other droid that sacrificed herself was the one that went into the mega droid. Like, you know, I like yeah. pulling everything together. Yeah. Yeah. They really did. Sure. And they did like that montage of all the other people. Um, yep. 
Jayala, the lieutenant, um, comes back. Vukora taking bounties to Navarro. I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. With her loath cats. cats. I love that she's like the cat so woman. The panel. Actually, <laughs> yeah. with her old helmet, is she literally Catwoman in Star Wars? Loath cat woman. Loath cat woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for the correction, Greg. And I love how you yeah, delivered that. Yeah. You're like, loath cat woman, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but just thinking of thinking about it to yeah. myself, and I was like, yeah, can yeah. different. But right, like, she yeah, had like the too. Batman like cowl for a while, but no, maybe yeah, it was Catwoman cowl. Yeah, she's the most DC Star yes, Wars character we've is. ever had. It's so true. <laughs> she's I, like Deathstroke, uh... Batman, and Catwoman. In one character. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, her name is like Vukora. legit. What? Uh, uh, yeah, Deathstroke, right? For a little bit. It, yeah. <sighs> There's no so, death stick is wait, a different character. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. there is like there's I know, yeah. Oh my god, is this G.I. Joe? Is that all we were reading? Um yeah, no. They they tied up a lot of things. And then and, then, and even Cadelia comes back. Remember, she was the catalyst of this whole series. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she wants to be trained in bounty hunting by was that Losha and Tianga? Do I have their names right? Because yes. they weren't actually. I names. think so. so. Because they were kind, of, yeah. they've sort of become the Nakano Lash. No, Nakano yeah, Lash was the was... the bounty hunter that was killed. That was right. Yep. Yeah. She yep. she died protecting Cadelia, I think. Or she, yeah, no, yeah. she like blew up a mission because she was protecting Cadelia. Yeah, she died. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's Losha and Tianga are that couple. Yeah. They used to have that True. cat named Fuzzball Furball. Yep. The uh... yeah Furball, but now there's Furball too, uh, oh, which is. Kind of a reference to The Simpsons, yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah. Um, and his little helper too, Snowball too, oh, Snowball or Snowball, Snowball too. Uh, the other thing is, uh, we get a we get a joke that I like. Uh, it's a it's a pretty old joke, but there's a extra level to it. So when our when the bounty hunters uh, that um, that basically crossed our our bounty hunters, including Dirge, right? We get that they're all Dirge, hanging out, yeah. and uh, someone asks Dirge, "What are you drinking, Dirge?" Spice rum, jet juice, or Gamorrean moonshine, and all he says is yes. yes. <laughs> um, I I also want to point out yeah. that Ernie is jet juice. You can actually buy at Oga's Cantina. Oh, all right. <laughs> and they don't have a Gamorrean moonshine, but they do have a Gamorrean ale. I had that uh, which I had, which is actually quite tasty. It was um, spice rum? I not not on the menu. At least I saw. Maybe I'll check again this summer when I'm there again. I'll let you know. All right. People wouldn't be walking out of Oga's with Gamorrean moonshine on the menu. It would just be. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. You'd be you'd be crawling be out of Uga's. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. Sturge seems to have imbibed some. Moonshine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure alcohol can't have too much effect on that boy. No, but yeah, squishy just boy. regenerate. Yeah, exactly. He just made up a ton of worms. Is that him? I can't remember what his deal is. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. They're just kind of yeah. There's another one of those species in uh, Jedi Survivor. Right. Uh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually that's a fun possible brings me back, anyways. Um, uh, great issue. We get a we get a joke and a callback, which I appreciate. Which uh, is when Genda when, uh, is the species. Sorry, Genda. There you go. When uh, Valance is making his way through Jabba's guards, he chops off a cybernetic yeah, leg. Yeah, that's a good bit. And the guy goes, Oh, not again. And then later on, uh, Valance loses his arm and and yells, Not again. <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate we get the same, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. same joke. Twice. That was a good bit trying to like. Trying to say like positives, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. and that's it. It's over. Yeah, man. 
There's a galaxy full of possibilities. Yeah, we've got some Tashu Leech. He looks like a total good guy now too. Which yeah. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. With a, he's finally got over his ex, uh, and he's yeah. looking forward. He's yeah. like, it turns out it's you know the reward, the bounty is the friends you made along the way. Wait, so that's a good point. So his like his ex, just dead. They just they. I don't just wiped out. No, because I think we saw her. I think she was one of the her? montage okay. things. I think mm. she was allegedly dead, oh, but she didn't really die. You're right. Oh, yeah, but he yeah, thinks she's right. dead. Uh, that's the montage I didn't know who we were, we were who it was. It's the um She's sitting bedside to her new bedside. boyfriend. Um That's right. And then I think they have a kid or something. Thank you. They do. So they confirmed. Okay. That's yeah. good. Cuz that just seemed like a hanging chad where i'm just like that's not yeah and it, that, she's not actually dead. and it was like 15 yeah. epi- issues ago so it's like uh, so many uh, yeah I, yeah you know adam you've said this a bunch of times but i i think when these are all out on marvel unlimited i will do a speed run of yeah uh, of this whole thing again because sax did an amazing job it's a really good series it does it goes wacky places with all these wacky it does bounty it's hunters and it's cool it it may be my it's least great. favorite of the marvel series which is again saying my least favorite thing in star wars is still something i like um no but it's the one i'm most looking forward to rereading for that reason because i feel like it does the most twisty turny yeah so many like side characters it is also the other thing i'll say about this and ethan Sachs mentions this and is right up at the end is like it is the comic that probably introduces the most new characters to Star Wars. Yeah. Like it's just constantly yeah. introducing new new guys. I mean, Afra's close, but I think this might have it on Afra. Yeah. yeah. He's such, does he does such a good job managing such a wide array of characters and such a big ensemble. I mean, it like he, as much as the Star Wars main run and the High Republic comics sort of delve into a bunch of characters at the same time with parallel action. I mean, Bounty Hunters feels like really high you know, high stakes, fast paced, you know, action that's all parallel storytelling that's just really, really succinct and really well done in terms of just tying all the action together. And I think just that's super commendable. Mm-hmm. I, I really only saw that happening in Bounty. Yeah, Avengers. agreed. It yeah. was kind of the the comic that was like Bosk is planting a bomb, Valence is punching someone in the face, like <laughs> Tonga is shooting someone in the head, and it's just like all happening at the same yeah. time. And it's just like really at you know action packed and sort of like really fun and such a roller coaster ride. So Shout out to Ethan Sachs. I think he crushed it. Um, great, great yeah. comics. Can't wait to see Valance somewhere in the future. I mean, I'm I'm into the character, but maybe yes. live action as a sort of dude in the background would be cool. Easter sure. stuff yep. would be awesome. I'll take yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. I beseech yeah. Lucasfilm to just p- give it a rest for a little bit with him. Like yep. maybe let a couple of comic book runs go by before you bring him back or bring him back in live action. Or like he'd be a super fun cameo. Um, a fun guy to run into. I mean, he could be a fun solo, you know, just make it the balance comment. Just or just a cantina yeah. shot and balance is in the yeah. cantina. That's the cl- if I see any of these characters from the Ethan Sachs Bounty oh, Hunters stoked. run in any of the cantinas in any live action, you know, Disney Plus series, film, whatever, what have you, it would actually just enhance the cantina vibe because I think what he's done with these characters has sort of made these them these gritty cantina dwelling bounty hunters that yeah. do have a drink at the end of the day and See, it's it's like, that's what you do it's that's that's it's what great. you do for the mandalorian yeah. movie right because like I, I feel like that movie should not touch the mandalorian stuff the, right. because like or or the mandalore stuff because like that is long form storytelling and to try to wrap that up, up in a two-hour movie or to address it is going to be like confusing yeah. to people just make it remember the the origins of mando just make it a bounty hunter movie 
right? Where he fun. has to get back into the Bounty Hunter Guild for some reason, right? Because again, for whatever mm. reason, and then you might see some of these characters, you might have our, cl- like, again, this is where maybe he decides to bring back the classic Bounty Hunters onto the big screen. They have your IG-88s and your Dengars oh. and your and your Forlom and Zuckuses show up, right, in the big screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that because yeah. I? That would be the nostalgia lasso, yeah. right? That would get yeah. us all. We just yeah, rein us in. Yeah, yeah. that would be blessed. All right. Well, um, congratulations, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. I almost wanted to read that yeah. that last page, but I don't have my thing near me. Oh uh, yeah. The only the only thing I think I it's a great send it off like note at author's yeah, note. It is great. Um, but it is it is kind of long. Uh, the thing um that I just sort of tickled my heart was like he had a meeting yeah. every Wednesday with like yep. Gerald Sewell and like. All the, the right, other all the like comics, writers yeah. from the other comics, like they had a standing Wednesday meeting, and he's like, yep. "That was my favorite thing." And I'm like, "Can I, I get an invite I to that know. meeting, please?" Every time I hear this, yeah. I'll like, keep myself muted. Like, just I'll hide my screen. Just let he'll me. stop producing the podcast and yeah. just listen. So, just listen, <laughs> Daniel. Like, I think we'll talk. I mean, we, we'll cover it at some point. But Daniel Jose Alder just had the Escape from Valor book come out the higher public which is like the junior novel so it's like the the, the other sure. one but like just watching on instagram like all the other authors interacting with him that didn't feel like a like it never felt like a yay another fellow author it seems like they're all referencing like really specific moments they had with him and like it just it just feels like a giant family sure. and i just yeah. feel like that plus yeah. the comics i and i've heard more about that with the um with the books and the comics. So to read that, Ethan's Zach saying that maybe like heart just glow, that they're all just, yeah. yeah mm. Talking to each other all the time and they seem to yeah. have a really good working yeah. relationship. And yeah. And I mean, yeah, I'm covered in jealousy, but I'm just happy that that exists in the world. And um, they're such great storytellers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, we're, we're all better as Star Wars fans because of it. That's all. That's all I had there. Yeah. Speaking of incredible Star Wars creators. Yes. I think we have Mark Guggenheim and Jabba's Palace yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. So the the uh, thing before we jump in just to know is that these are all standalone comics. They don't really have yep. an overarching narrative. We were discussing like I guess we'll probably cover them mostly in release order, maybe jump around, but there's not really any any rhyme or reason to 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 covering these, right? Yeah. yeah rocking the shirt, than, showing yeah, off the shirt right now. I'm in to get well in the done. spirit. Nice. Oh, putting on. putting the bow on the uh, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi uh year of celebration they did yeah um yeah this is a blast and yeah this is it's kind of more like illustrated from a certain point of view sort of things totally um, exactly pretty wild oh yeah oh the max the max rebo short story in certain point of view yeah they're super which one there's like four sort of i know they <laughs> yeah, I love max rebo. Or two or, so there was one main yeah. one but there yeah. was the main one yep where it is there was the big one that was it's we equated the, to sort of like a uh, Wallace and Gromit yeah silent, <laughs> it is Wallace and Gromit it's like silent film it, it reads like, it, <laughs> yeah, it feels like a I, it reads like a um, this one uh, this one also someone plays piano like under it it, it Actually, reads this like a Lin Shay. this comic was yeah. like a Lin Shay and Rebo because yeah. it was just yeah. like constant yeah phantasmagoria and dreams yeah and hello stuff. darkness my old friend <laughs> hey hey we're talking about it. just want to talk about the max rebo go from the first go last first oh we can go rebo first yeah, why would you do it we're already in the middle of it doesn't matter let's do rebo first. there's no rhyme or reason yeah, let's do it's, it. it's you know it's a max rebo yeah. story so this is uh actually a lot of antics, speaking of you know? this is daniel daniel jose alder wrote oh, alder really? wrote that wrote this yeah who is one of my faves we just spoke of one of our favorites yeah. on the pod yeah. Let's face it, they're yeah. all our favorites. <laughs> yeah, um, it's true. Yeah, they're all kind of amazing at this point. But 
Last Shot is definitely a special book for us, though. I feel it like. is. It's one we, of the first, I think it might be the first one we covered on the pod. We were like super jazzed on Star Wars yeah. after reading that yeah, book. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, reawakened. Something yeah. So, else. something old, something new. It was just like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was on point. Um, so, yeah, so this is a lot about we, we learn about Max Rebo's mentor, uh, Kez Totark. Yeah. Um, who's yeah. like the Bob Dylan of the galaxy, I, I think. Yeah. Or, it, or uh, yeah, Elliot sounds like Smith, a, yeah, like <laughs> Smith, right? Like yeah, a Doug, right? Yeah. Especially Bob, Bob Duggan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, and especially emo Doug, <laughs> emo Doug with an yeah. eye patch, and he's like, it's about the life. It's his, mm-hmm. his. He got caught in the crossfire busking on Narshada. Yeah. I was thought about <laughs> you, it. Grant. I was I, like, yep. <laughs> and then just hunts. Actually, yeah, it was our first glimpse of Darshada. I was getting very excited. I, and I realized you, just yeah, to yeah, see yeah. a dead mentor on a street corner, which I was I, I was a little saddened yeah, by, yeah. but uh, still great to see Darshada. He's so hardcore. His like lasting impression on Max Rebo was music. It's worth dying for. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, geez, man. Okay. <laughs> Rebo was like, not today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, and that's exactly what Kez Totark did. Yep. And I yeah, just I love the fact that like the story is told pretty much from like 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 parallel action to almost everything we see in Return of the Jedi and Jabba's Palace. Right. Right. But like his experience with it, like we get a, yes. a sail barge, like Ula getting thrown into the Rancor pit, like everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he's being all this time. He's being so good by his like by his by past his a little bit of context yeah. Yeah. to the whole job that the. the the uh yeah. the bard the sail bard sort of going down and what was happening in the background there and rebo stays like one of his drummer's hands and stops the guy mm-hmm. from committing violence and he's like not today right, right. or whatever yeah. What is he? yeah and i was like this is this is incredible like it's just adding rebo lore to that whole <laughs> moment yeah. in, in that whole moment like, like that whole movie Reba's just like not even there he's too like yeah. in deep thought he's like these characters have got some stuff going on man they're like you know that's exactly it like uh, right? you don't even know Reba's life man he was that's, dealing with it and that's the hilarious thing is like during like the Max Rebo stuff it's just like <laughs> the two like drummers that you see playing oh you mean like, Umpus yeah, and Akrev the umpus and actress. Like I just love that. Like I just I can always picture them like playing the giant, like the giant drums, gongs yeah. in, in drums in, in God's yeah. palace. And, like, meanwhile, they are actively trying to kill each other while Jabba is getting slain by Leia. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, one got paid off to assassinate Jabba the Hutt. Is that the thing? Yeah. Or... yeah. Yes. But yeah. wasn't wasn't Max Rebo also gonna kill Jabba the Hutt? Max Rebo was there. I think he heard but it. But I thought like he was um, like today was, was the like, day he dies. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah. A real tough, real tough band dynamic there. Um, I love it's like bim bim bop bim bop bim. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, did you sound out the onomatopoeia there, Ben? And did you like? Oh my god, who did you agree with? I was the second guy. I thought. Oh god, uh, whatever. Um, so we did a weak way. way. Yeah, the weak way. That's Akrev, uh, and then Umpus is the Clatoonian. Platoonian, yeah, he's a platoonian. Yep, um, yep, that's right. Uh, yeah, they were yes. they are there. I was that the weak way. I was like, that's that sounds like a better beat. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm with I'm with the weak way for sure. Yeah, the weak way's got it. Rebo just the other guy can go. Yeah, he also gets shady messages from the droid. It's like, I don't yeah, know. yeah. I love that yeah. they gave the background of like his weak way, like um, like chiefdom. 
right in his yes, tribe cool. like yeah. and they were like you yeah. must do this for yeah. it oh no they, they were like you must keep him alive because they were he was tasked with protecting jabba protecting. that was yeah. what it was yeah and then you know at the end it's like you didn't protect jabba and you see what happens larry right uh yep. that was messed <laughs> up yep that was messed up yep. but like how yeah. did from beyond the grave like he had a pre-programmed like fallout like if i die you kill all these people that he because if it's yeah. them it must be a million people that he paid for his protection and it, like yowzers yeah right yeah. didn't pay off i yeah. the, the other thing that i think was messed up is so uh paul fry who is the artist did a wonderful mm -hmm. job um really great especially like recreating the scenes that we know and love uh did you all catch the <laughs> Exceeding rece receding, the exceedingly receding headline hairline of of uh, Harrison Ford <laughs> as a <laughs> as a person who was follically challenged myself. There's like scene where I'm like, oh that he did hair support dirty. Like that's oh. like he oh. is like his his receding hairline goes all the way back to the back of his head. <laughs> oh wow. Is it when he's right out of the carpet? Yeah. Or is it yeah, like yeah. I mean again, I know the joke is like he does look a little different. He's he's scene, paunchy. So. Like somehow he gained yeah. twenty five pounds in carbonite freezing. <laughs> I don't know how, but it's fine. It's the goo. It's the goo. Covered in covered You're in not goo. allowed to do any cardio in carbonite freezing. Um, you know It's true. It's and just, it's all calories. It's all calories. Yeah, it's all it's all calories. Whatever, yeah, yeah micro yeah. nutrition that's going into a system, it's just that's just gonna sit yeah. on your on your uh, muffin. It's all top. carbs. Yeah. Yeah. All yep. carbs. Herbs. It's all bread. It's all bread based. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, sorry, really glad that we I had this laughing. conversation. Yeah, me too. Uh, do we want to? Since we're oh, talking wow. Jabba, do we just work our way back up and talk uh, Jabba's palace? Uh, Let's do yeah, it. sure. Do you guys want yeah. a musical interlude in the meantime? Always. Uh, well, so Adam, you asked me, do I ever like write music to the um, words that I whenever they sing a song? Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah. this takes us back to um afra the afra comic we just covered but it, you just reminded me yes. that i was like oh there were there's words and i like d absolutely did it and so here it is i'm gonna i'm gonna sing it for you right now if that's okay i'll do you it ready yes please yeah all right I met a girl on high day with flowers in her hair. Her heart was hard as Brett Scar, but mine she did snare. Oh, I met her under moonlight, and we danced until the dawn. But when I reached out for her hand, that lovely girl was gone. That, there you go. That was that was the song he was singing in that my was, head. Uh, that, was, oh, that was awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> I never said I, they were good songs that I came no, up with. But was it, it his Totark uh, original right yeah, there? there that go. is, yeah. but it totally That's... is exactly what it was. That's amazing. Like I just again, <laughs> we we've talked about this many times. I think on air and off air, like as reading like uh, Lord of the Rings and stuff. Like I am not musically based, so whenever I read a song, I'm just very it's very monotone in my head reading it literally. And I love that you're like, nope, yeah. yep. I would have done more sounds. stomping, but I really couldn't do that, you know. But fair yeah, enough. Like, no, I was I'm like, I was, oh, he's a country I boy. Was tasting like Gamorrean, you know, moonshine on my breath when you started <laughs> making <laughs> doing that. So I was I was in Appalachia with yeah. you. Yeah, that. that was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure actually the writer had a lot incredible. better song in mind when she wrote that, but uh, that works. So that's what's in my. Head. I don't know. That might be spot on. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's uh, kind of funny just to think of a droid singing like singing a country deep country song yeah, to himself. Country, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That okay. was hilarious. Anyway. And now, <laughs> back to what's it going to be now? Uh, Jabba's Palace. Jabba's Palace. Jabba's We're in Jabba's Palace. Palace. Yeah. Uh, Mark Guggenheim. Uh, Mark Guggenheim, yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say. Just an eclectic taste as a writer and storyteller and sort yep. of like 
it really can capture some deep themes and like work in AI commentary into like Star Wars in a way that's pretty deep, even though it's just a droid. Yeah. Right. It, uh, ADM, mind, honestly. Right. And that's the thing, right? This whole thing is that this, I just love a, a moment of Star Wars. You just witness it. And then you're like, I'm going to write an entire story about how we got here. Of just, we watch yeah. the droid getting disintegrated, which mostly looks like just getting his arms and legs ripped off. Right. 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 Like it, yeah. it disintegrated. And how did he get here? Like, I just love this, like, Interesting. Yeah. Kind of just like the beginning uh, is the 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 whole. You might be wondering. Uh, oh, so that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's my like yeah. least Sorry. favorite trope, and Me it's too. like him getting his arms ripped yeah. off, being like, "You're probably wondering how I got here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, and it's it, like it, actually it, never. I never works. actually thought about that. Never did, but I'm glad you told me. Yeah, I mean, but, you just yeah. you just survived eighty authors, eighty separate authors. Sorry, forty separate authors telling forty separate stories about Jabba. About I mean, about Return of the Jedi, many of yep. which are about yeah. Jabba's palace because it's the first third right. of the film. We've yep, yeah. and it's like We've, nope. I need another yep. from a certain point of view story. From an, nope. this was a certain and, point of view starting a and a good one a really so good much one. it's really good yeah. I will say that Travis uh, who joined us uh, wanted the from a certain point of view of the gonk droid that gets uh, who's laughing when he gets his feet oh yeah. we'll talk about gonk droids. when I'm like oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. see there see and that just points there's still plenty of room for yeah. more from a certain point of view let's yeah. do round two you know what Travis <laughs> send it to us yeah we'll read it on <laughs> you know we we love these stories I anyways, do love so. these stories let's give us a gonk yeah. story yeah uh, uh, yeah, so, right, so it, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about gonks because I think in another issue there's there's some gonk action, um, which yeah, some gonks. <laughs> I guess we're the only ones looking yeah. for that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> continuing, always, please. Um, yeah, ADM, such a cool character. The the fact that this droid can get bored, the fact that it's it's it has a motive, it's motivated towards freedom, mm. and sort of like maybe that's what artificial intelligence it, or you know a sort of a. a, a sentience is in a way for droids which is you know at least you don't want the restraining belt on you You want freedom that is you want freedom you want agency to pursue you that, pursue your own interests yeah yeah, yeah you pursue your own interests. it's sort of that sort of commentary is so interesting to me because then you have a sort of like self-sustaining you know a droid that's sort of uh, operating you know on its own without any sort of um right. you know a programmer or you know, owner or anything yeah. like that. So yeah. like it's, it's, I, yeah. so I did see this. So we, we obviously, this story, it's about ADM and his grander ambitions. He's bored. He's like, I'm too smart for this. He's I'm bored. bored. I yeah. need to go do something yep. else. This is, and he's like doing me- mega deals with the biggest gangster in the galaxy, but he's still like, yeah, I'm bored. This is lame. Like, go, yep. let me do something actually yeah. cool. Um, and so he runs into a Twi'lek named Sylvan Khan. Khan. Um, and, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, that was a tough name for me because yeah, I was like, I know names in pop culture already, and just yeah, I was like, okay, okay pressing that button. It's ballsy to name a character Khan. Yeah, in a, it, like yeah. So, so I have this question for you, and this is about um, being nature. I won't even say human because that seems a little, you know, in the galaxy. There's a lot more beings out there, right? Um, mm-hmm. Is ADM special, or is that how you manipulate people? by telling them that like because every one of that's us thinks we're special that's our like major manipulate people right Sp- spoiler alert none of us are special very few of us. exactly yeah. but we all think we're yeah. special something yeah. something yeah. but I mean, we're all wonderful human beings that's right we're all yeah. capable of amazing things but no so just between no, it, the three of us and all our listeners right like that's how you you're just like you know what you're yeah. I, I know you're better than all this like i yeah. see your potential you're yeah. you're special you're you know what the, all these people yeah. got you wrong 
you're exactly. a shining star and then yeah. they will do anything you want yeah. right because it was super palpatine-esque and it was yeah. also like absorbing information yeah. to then wield it in a web of control right. you know, of all these people and stuff i mean this guy as much as yeah. he he ends up you know getting you know fed to the, the you know the uh, pit of carcoon yeah right like like yeah. he is really good at manipulating people i mean it seems to come through on this um so no yeah i don't think he's special at all i do i do like the character yeah. quite a bit uh though my favorite character is was it rudinda the ithorian yeah yeah heavy who, cool. oh yeah Runda, who the, i love the, the idea of just like yeah what's the okay. i had it and i lost it oh um most okay, yeah. Most now, Ithorian, uh, incapable of speaking basics. Most have recovered this limitation through uh, utilization of a translator caller uh, or similar device. Uh, Rudha didn't, he preferred to let his actions speak for him. I love the yeah. fact that he's just like, Yeah, I don't need translation, I just let my actions speak for me. Yeah, mostly yeah. thrive. Also, Ithorese is the name of uh, the Ithorian language. Ithorese, yeah, yeah, Ithorese, sure. Yeah, cool. I was going to bring that up. Um, Jabba's 600 years old? Who is? Uh, oh, Jabba is? Jabba. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the first panels I wrote down like my notes here. Sixth century or something? Someone offers him six crates of Sesuana spice in honor of his oh, sixth, sixth century. century. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. had that pegged as well. Yep, yep. Wow. Okay. That's, that's hey, cool. Crazy. So is that, do we, is that the first time we're hearing his age, or is that? That sounds right to me. Um okay. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of other times. It's just kind of weird in the prequels. They sort of treated him like a teenager, but I don't know. Maybe that was his midlife right. crisis. Right. I mean, we don't. I mean, again, we get into the we get into the uh, whole Grogu age curve thing of who knows how. Sure. Right. Who knows? Sure. Maybe you spend your like first five hundred years as a as a as a hut, Slug, maybe yeah. yeah, as a baby <laughs> type character, and then well, and then, then there's yeah, remember mature. you remember Stinky, his son Stinky. Oh yeah, right, and then. uh Zero stinky, I get them all mixed yeah, up. Yeah, I forgot yeah. About stinky. stinky was the cutest. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then we did get teenagers in that. Um, I mean, it wasn't Canton, right? But it was uh, in. Oh, sorry. What are the anime ones? But we did get some like hot teenagers. Visions. Visions thank you. Oh, right from the yeah. 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 So um, that was cool. I just I just wrote that down. That is very cool to know. Yeah, um, Bane uh, Malar yeah. might be my favorite character in this this mm -hmm. issue. It's just so cool. He's the character that sees through all the BS. He's like, I just love characters yes. like that in any story that just crash through the window and are just like, no, 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 I'm calling you out and you out and all your lies yeah. and deception. And it's like, I just love yeah. that. I loved. And I love that could have been Boba Fett, right? But they were like, no, let's like it's going to be this like random character that I'm. I know I've seen him somewhere. I feel like it was at uh, the yes, cantina. Yeah, I think it's a recycled sort of space cadet costuming. Yeah. Like seen that sort of. He's in. He's in. He's everything. in episode six. Like okay, so you there can you see him. He's okay. he's one of those things of just like he's in Jabba's palace. It's just like. Oh, you know what it is? Deleted scenes. So we've seen him in deleted scenes. Because oh, I'm like, I know okay. I've seen him and I was looking on the web. So yeah, so again, super deep cuts of just like yeah. a quick so shot cool. in a deleted scene. I love the costume, love by the way. Costume. It's so dorky and yeah. like 70s space, yep. you know, astronaut. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Awesome. But they made him look cool. It's all jet black and like, you know, mirror face mm -hmm. and like, yeah, really cool. Cool design. 
say like don't make me come back here yeah. <laughs> and he walks away and i'm just like oh this is this is an awesome character so yeah it's a really cool. fun story adm you know another you know threat to java's power and life and yet another you know another comer getting dying on the way trying to trying to shoot god in the back you know or the devil in the back right um it's great it's great so i mean ultimately yeah sylvan pit of carcoon uh mm-hmm. and uh we get a disintegrated ADM. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Very, very great. Very cool comic. And ironically, ADM might be my favorite comic that we have this yeah. ones we are going to cover today. But the person, the yeah. droid that killed ADM did end up escaping and uh, carrying on his life as a bartender yeah. at Shellman's. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Get a whole 99. deep dive yeah. in uh, from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. It's a little chapter. But yeah. a lengthy one, if I remember. Yeah, that correctly. was a that yeah. was a cool one. He also thought he was special. It's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Always. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is everyone thinks the droids think. Right? Droids and think I, they're special. Think, yeah. 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 Huh. All right, that'll be my big takeaway from yeah. tonight. From tonight, except like C three PO, who might be C three PO special, but like tells everyone they're not special, right. even though he probably is the one that's special. He thinks he's meant for suffering. That, that's yeah. his lot. That's right. Life. Yeah, he keeps getting his memory wiped, so it's like stopping any real growth <laughs> with that guy. But I mean, yep. if he shut his damn vocoder, <laughs> um, line save yeah. that one. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got another one where that came from. Uh, <laughs> Remember that line in Rogue One when he's sm- yeah. like the K2 smacks Cassian? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I got another yeah. one where that came from. Oh, and man. he's like, ow. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> I saw like, I can't believe Andor was as good as it was with zero, with zero. zero tunic. Yeah. yeah. Zero. <laughs> it's like, wow. Tunic is, once you add that, it's going to be just another. I know. Level. Whenever like John Tunic like is involved, I'm like, I grab my seatbelt, plug it in. I'm like, click, click. And I'm like, all right, all right. It's just now we've gone on into, we're going into light speed now. Yep. It's just, I, it's going to be wild season two when they're going to, where are they going to decide to pull that trigger? Right. Is it going to be, I'm worried it's going to be the last well, three episodes. They, yeah, we're going to talk more about Andor in a second when we get to Rebellion. Okay. Because I because yeah. they almost did it on Niamas. Remember, like, the, like, reveal off the beach and, like, that, the, like, yeah. joy came up and you're like, like, oh, no, is it happening? And that was just a tease. It was a different voice no. actor. Though, I'm almost yep. Yeah, it was. It's no, like, it wasn't. Yeah, it was not too dick. It was just, a, yeah, they're going to save that for different so. regional sectors have i guess differently voiced imperial yeah. security droids different software. that just goes to show That's when it. they do his entrance it's going to be right because that would have been a perfect entrance for him well maybe right? alan tudyk is sort of like the reprogrammed rebellion uh, that's what i'm wondering yeah. it's like something about the programming yeah 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 <laughs> man <laughs> again that just shows how restrained that show is right because part of me wonders how much the other like the the like i was like the suits or whoever's is like probably pushing to be like make it to like make it a recognizable voice and i'm sure there's like no like that's not we're not doing that yet we're saving it like you yeah. know what i mean like it's like yeah yeah i saw a video of tudic he was like voicing a chicken in some like animated series and he's uh, like bark, 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 bark. Um, uh would that be moana yes moana and it was like him doing that <laughs> oh, and he's yeah. like bark, bark, bark. i've never uh, seen and moana that, and, that, and that chicken Great. is oh, that, that chicken's amazing. name is hey hey and show hey hey some respect yeah, noted. Moana is a great. I, I'm yeah. sorry I haven't seen it. Sorry. I do not have children. No, it's, I've joking, heard it's fantastic. It's a, having a three and a half year old. So Alan yeah. Tudyk I'm is. Sure, I'm sure you're going through the Moana cycles. Oh, Adam. Alan Tudyk, if for those who don't know, <laughs> is like the Stan Lee of of Marvel of uh, of uh, uh, Disney animated films. Like he shows up, 
he is now in every single Disney animated film past a certain point. As well so as he there's always a two dick yeah. moment. And so like, that's my, like watching all these films, my daughter is my favorite movie, like, and two dick, yeah. like when it happens. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And it's usually just a bit part, but it's always wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of, is, is he British or is he American? He's American. He's American. But, and so he and does he, the British yeah. accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. so, so that was sort the bit. He's like doing yeah. chicken noises for 30 minutes. And then he's like, yeah, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. yeah they're very good chicken yeah noises. I, yep. I think and whenever he does I like high acting yeah. like shakespeare or whatever he has this very like so, british yeah. role and it, it's like it's so proper yeah. and he can go there and yeah. do that but then yes. chicken noises and um it's so great I, i'm just saying oh, why... he's a treasure put him in plastic put him in a I bubble or something I mean... like we can't lose him ever uh i hate yeah he plays like and he's always just like he's just like villager number two in Encanto, and it's one of the funniest lines oh he plays God. um he plays uh the duke of wesselton in the frozen movies and he's wonderful i don't know he plays oh, in frozen so is frozen good i've never that, seen it now that you say that i mean so i i this is weirdly the second night in a row i'm talking about whether or not frozen is good and i will say yes frozen is good but i just also don't know if that's just like stockholm syndrome of like i've watched it at least a dozen times no, and everything like to the point I where i'm kidding. like everyone loves that movie I, no, but I don't know as an adult if it's good. You know what I mean? Like, it's, well, that's my point is like, is it good? I don't know. Do I enjoy it more, more than other things that I have to sit through? I, yes. It's yeah. it's wonderfully charming yeah. and comedic at times. And I think Tudyk's that character you mentioned, he's it, it's kind of a fun character. Um, it's it's just great to see that the sort of actors having fun yeah. in animated universes because yep. uh, you know, sometimes it's just it's telling a very yeah. basic fairy tale but it's those side characters that really get to express yep. things in the in those movies and i think tudic is just doing a lot of yeah. that i do have a theory for you guys i hate to go let's to go quickly very quickly very quickly, very quickly um if you do if you this is another and or and or theory and this is also a boffin breakdown <laughs> this, is, we're, we're, this is another boffin news here which is playing that too we are here. waiting for boffins it's just one thing we're doing here on this podcast. waiting for boffins yeah the timer is actually not up right now it's 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 i think it's since the disney acquisition we've been counting down the that days. would have been a good name for but, this podcast uh, if we weren't always at a bar but uh waiting waiting but, for boffins uh, if, if yeah, you do Bothan do watch. if you do the and you do make them the spycraft sort of culture in the galaxy you could make them like this very sort of posh british sort of accented yes. culture and that could be the reason that could be where the programming comes from to get you know the imperial security droid to sound like alan today mm. you know what i mean like that you know so he's got a, a he's old, got a bothan accent this george smiling it hard and oh, i love sure. that Anyways, yeah, that's that was just yeah. They're like so the Bothans oh, are an MIC MI six culture. It's just like all very basically. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think because it's not the accent we heard on the beach, is all I'm yeah. saying. In on Nyamo, it's like you said, it's just not that it's just different. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah. So and Cassian doesn't trust you. I don't trust you either. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, just makes me want to rewatch the movie. He's so good, and oh, everyone's so good. He's he steals every like, scene, yeah. especially in. for like a movie that does not have the most comedic relief in it. Like yeah. he's such, he's so needed in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. high, yeah. very high. Yes, 
Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to know the yes. odds? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's high. It's very high. Travis also yeah. calls out or, or shouts out uh, Tudyk was apparently in one of the Transformers movies was quite good. The Dark of the Moon. But oh, really? Yeah. Always good. Yeah. I, I watched all this. I definitely watched Dark of the really? Moon, but I think by that point I, I was like, have you watched the new one with the Beast Wars? What's the newest? Not one? yet. I, I think called. that is the, the newest. Oh, did I watch that? No, I don't think I have. I don't know. It's not, not cheap enough. It, it needs to be free, and then I watch it. Yeah, that's kind of my standpoint. I, I think you'll try to rope me in on Bumblebee, and I, I tried oh, I it, and Bumblebee. I was like, nah, I'm good. I, <laughs> I might have been I one of those people. Because they were like, no, Bumblebee's good, though. And like, I was just told by a lot of my friends that we, Bumblebee is a good It was Adam. And I, I, I did. It I, didn't I, I saw Bumblebee like, like on Christmas Day in Montreal, because my wife and I were in Montreal for Christmas, and we were like, just the two of us, and we're like, right. what are we going to do on Christmas? And we're like, I guess the movie theater's open, so we went to go see it, and we're like, this was enjoyable, and it has my favorite line uh, of John Cena's in a movie of just, like, he's sitting there in a boardroom, and the Decepticons are talking to them, and he's just like, they're called the Decepticons. <laughs> yeah, Why are you right. trusting the Decepticons? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, All right. Sometimes, like, meta stuff does, like, yeah. throw me, but I'm like, yeah. yeah, you can't call yourself Decepticons and not have someone be like, are we going to trust the robots called Decepticons? Decepticons. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. yeah, he can be funny. I mean, I watched yeah. the James Gunn Suicide Squad the other day, and I was like, is John, is, like, every other line from John Cena, like, incredible? Oh, I mean, did you watch like, Peacemaker? I yeah, Peacemaker like, was insane. It was so was good. good. I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, that guy can act, man. Uh, he's yeah. fantastic. And it like so like understands himself and is just like and hilarious. Like I, really. Have you, have you watched Blockers also? He's oh so good. He's so good yeah, in that, that is as, as the dad, movie. one of the dads. Yeah. He's yeah. Wonderful. No, but that sounds awesome. Oh, yeah, you watch you Blockers. All right. Yeah. I'm putting it on yeah. my list. It, it, it it, I will say this because it, it was the original title, and I will just say it, it was originally called Cock Blockers. And I'm just saying that was the name of the movie. Right. And it was supposed to get through, and they got real close to actually calling it that because they're like, no, no, it's like a chicken. It's like a chicken. It's fine. It's turkey. We're good. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> and then, and then last oh, minute, right. like, no, we have to call it <laughs> Blockers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Check that one out. Be careful googling that. I'm worried about your keyword searches. They, they right got now. they got this close, just like uh, right. just like uh, Pop Out was supposed to call. It was, it was supposed to be called. Ben was dance. typing and retyping, and, I, and then he was like, "Wait I a just, second. I love those. I love those movie <laughs> trivia. Like uh, Cop Out was originally called a pair of dicks, and it got it got because they're detectives. Yeah, and it got this close. It got this like they had started doing like the the merchandise. They had started doing the postering, and finally like. Oh. The, the, they're like, the, I think it was Universal was like, yeah, we, we absolutely we cannot. Like, can't. someone yeah. sane yeah. finally they was like, so listen, <laughs> I've been listening to these meetings for six months and hoping you'd come to your senses. Yeah. And you yeah. have not. Yeah. So I'm here to say you can't yeah. do this. And we're not getting explicit rating because I'm using the words in which they're married dick for detective, right. cock for a chicken. There's no, I bet there's no chickens in that movie. How hard are you fighting to defend that title? That's the real litmus <laughs> test of how yeah. psychotic right. you are. It's like, yeah. right, calm down. The title no. just doesn't work for a few people in the room. I, you could no. I think, I think, I think, I think one, on. one was Kevin Smith who was fighting really, really hard because it was like pre oh, Kevin stoner Smith. Kevin Smith, and the other one blockers was more like, are we gonna get away with this? Like right. it was those things. No one stopped us. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, but that's the perfect title for that. Yeah movie yeah. though in a lot of ways because it is a raunchy sort right. of like Teen coming comedy, of age but with parents, parents like, trying yes. to stop you as you're going to college and yeah. experiencing the world and yeah. it's a great 
you would Ben, you would laugh. I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Yeah, like it it is shocking. That was a that was one of the kind. So it was actually pretty good. All right, I think that's one I looked at, and I'm like, I know what this is, and like maybe they pulled it off. It's better. It's better than it appears to be from just the you know from what you read about it. Oh God, there's beer everywhere now. (laughs) Again, we're at a bar, so that's allowed. Gorgon ale. Yeah, Yeah. Gorgon ale. Uh, All right, that might be the longest that we've we've gone off of off of Star Wars without 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 Ben. Travis gone. Travis left and came back. It was like, have you started talking about yeah Star Wars again? (laughs) No, he jumped in on the Bumblebee talk. He said he liked it, but he thought it was uh, too much like Iron Giant, which is not. Wrong. That's not wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not clever. That's not a, that clever is not man, an incorrect Chris. take. Yeah, not yeah. wrong. That, that um, is a solid will, take. Again, almost we actually did draw me back to the theater. So like yeah. that's something to say, yeah. right? It's yeah. It's uh but the other ones I, I didn't even really go to. I think one and two I liked and then or I thought were Yeah, I saw one in the theater. But Spielberg still had his hands on it a little yeah. bit and then felt like yeah. I don't know, it just felt like a lot of there's actually a, a term in motion picture language about too much being on the screen at once. I forget what it is, but it, there's a lot on the screen. You're, there you're are. Yeah. I think those like movies and, and Travis might back us up. I don't know how old Travis is, but this I, yeah. those movies serve as a as a solid generational divide. I feel like. Do you know what I mean? In the terms Iron of Giant like movies? Sure. No, the, the it's like overstimulating visuals. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is- yeah, I think I was solidly <laughs> too old when those movies came out because I have trouble processing them. I'm just 100% honest. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah. I felt that way about a couple Marvel like intro scenes. It was like, guys, like everything's in focus. That, There's a million yeah. things happening. You're like, just stop it. Uh, it's, yeah. it's tough to follow. But I no, I that's what I'm there for Transformers. I want to see some weird stuff happen on this. And I don't know. Mm. I love those movies. I love them. I, I yeah. would like to return to the original designs, though. The new designs sort of yeah. like they're missing the point. Like it's supposed to be boxy. Well, it's, and, it's tough and to put in a 79 20. bug into like a movie happening in 2023 or whatever or in 2043. Or like the big cubic body parts. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, too, give me a big cubic yeah, head. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like it just Yeah, it feels like know. nanotechnology moving market. And also like you yeah. can't beat the Transformers movie. Like the movie is no. so good. It basically does something every IP film today is terrified of doing, which is just killing yep. the main character. It is. Yeah. That movie like, is I swear by that. Like, I've I rewatched that I rewatched that Transformers movies like every decade. Right. To be like, <laughs> is this still good? And I'm like, no, this is actually really good. It's like a good movie. And it's yeah. also Orson Welles' uh final acting role. Like, let us not forget. Yeah. Jeez. And then a Galvatron, yeah. like a Megatron, like evolves or whatever. Like it, it's just, it's so cool. The Australian like scrap bots, like you can't beat the original, the eighties movie. It's you cannot yeah, beat it. It was really good. I remember going that to the theater <laughs> with my dad, and I've never seen my dad more bored in his entire life. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome, right? And he's like, what am I watching? Game is beat. Yeah. Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a good father. Still is. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, why don't we get back to Star Wars, shall we? Um, okay. Or what comes up? Because the the comics keep going and they keep getting better. Uh, yeah, is Ewoks next? I think Ewoks. Yeah, you want to do Ewoks next? Uh, so, Ewoks. Um, so the first thing I want to say about this is uh, I just want to call out uh, Alyssa Wong. All right. Who is the author of this? I'm trying. To, sorry, I'm scrolling real fast to the end to see if she wrote. Did she write the entire? Thing. Right, because it was yes. three stories. We got three stories. Three stories, multiple one. artists, yes, but but she wrote uh, she wrote the whole thing. So Alyssa Wong, who does, uh, as we know, Dr. Afro, I talked about her. She also does, I think I mentioned in the past, she does the um, 
the Marvel Infinity comics, which is a whole thing. I'm not, I won't spend 10 minutes explaining what they are, but you can read them for free if you have unlimited. And you can probably guess and, what they're about. I mean, they're infinities, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah, I mean they're infinities because now I gotta explain it. Oh, good. Why'd you say it? No, <laughs> sorry. They're infinities no, you're right. because they they're scrolling. They scroll. They're written just for the digital, and you scroll as you're reading. So it's not flipping from pages. You just one long, okay, straight down vertical scroll, oh, and it's okay. interesting how you read it. It's they're they're fun. But one of the ones that they do, they have multiple like ongoing series. One of them's called Alligator Loki. It's all about Alligator Loki. Right. Um, and nice. it's it's written for it's a little like funny kind of like Mad Magazine type strips, but it is written with no dialogue. And Alyssa Wong writes that. Oh, no kidding. And so Alyssa Wong is really great at writing no dialogue stories and being able to completely um, describe using visuals. And it's, yeah. which is interesting because I know she's the writer, not the not the the artist. But basically, if you read her scripts, which you can see some of them online, it's just very detailed descriptions of every single cell right. to the artist to be able to, to tell a story with no dialogue. So I just want to give that perspective. She's like a master at doing right. this no dialogue storytelling. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot yeah. of sense because that's what we got here. Yeah. So we got three. Uh, the first one's Walkling's Tale, which is essentially um, Romeo and Juliet in on Endor, right? More or less. Yeah. Yeah. A new, a new sort of species on Endor, maybe? Yeah, that like, we haven't really kinda, seen. They're not Ewoks, no. right? It's it's Romeo I, and Juliet, but it's like they're different species. bear creatures. Yeah. They're green. They look like Susian. They, they look green. like they fell out of Dr. Seuss to me. Yeah. Did anyone it's, watch the cool. Ewoks cartoon in the 80s? I did not. Oh, God. I did not. I, I did, but wondering. that was... I know what a Gorax a is. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I did like 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know they're up I there, and I just had too, no... Which was, that was you can watch them again right now. They're on Disney Plus, so you can just like go watch them. I mean, maybe I should. I have a. I have a three and a half year old. I probably. Could I don't know. I, re- I had nightmares about those. The, one of those movies for a long time. No, the movies are terrifying, but the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon I think might is be yeah. fine. I mean, I my wife made her watch Gummy Bears, and now I had to watch an hour. I had to watch three hours of the Gummy Bears show. I like that show from the eighties. Oh, what is wrong with you? People? I was six or something, so nothing. Fine, that's fine. I didn't but... know this was existed. But I'm yeah. also maybe of a different generation. Gummy oh. bears bouncing here They're and there and everywhere. everywhere. It's a very musical podcast tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you even got Adam singing. That's so wild. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah. So that What's was happening? a Walkling's Tale. Um, pretty cool. Different species. They, but th- th- it had a happy ending. It was like they didn't kill each other and die. They were just like, yeah. no. They actually brought their families together, and they're like, you know what, they're you friends. kids, mm-hmm. you got to go. You're you're right on. They just had a little fort together. And it's all the things they love. And they're like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Friendship is yeah. friendship. And we all like food. So let's eat. And they they had a pony with two horns. Yep. I, was, mm. I thought they were kidding. It was like, I yeah. was like, is this a fever dream? Or like, what am I seeing here? <clears throat> like, they're like, we're going to yeah. have a pet and we're going to have food and we're going to hang out. And we're going to build a fort. And it was awesome. And then their parents were like, this is awesome. And that was the end. So those are yeah. du- those are Dulocs, and they are the main antagonists in the in the cartoon. Okay, there we go. Sorry. Okay, there just we go. doing some background checking. I don't think anyone would be mad at us for missing that, but yeah. Anyway. For the the Star Wars demo of people that read <laughs> the comics that want to know yeah. the antihero, where they're derived from in this comic, yeah, it's a it's a thin slice right there. Sorry, <laughs> not to be cynical, but I'm just like no. overcome I, with the. 
thin slice of the yeah. fandom is probably. Should we move yeah. on to Palou's tale? Because that one yeah. uh, was yeah. <laughs> really fun. Uh, also, I will oh, say that droid, yeah. the droids, the old droids TV cartoon is great. Uh, I did not watch Ewoks, but droids is wonderful. I, I have not watched that, Adam. Yeah. Let me know if I should Wait, watch that. It's an old droids essential. cartoon or is yeah. it new? No, it's old. There are planet from names, the 80s. right? In lots of yeah, cool so I, I learned this from reading comics, but the droids, the, it was the ABC, I think it was ABC, like Saturday morning cartoon. They they premiered Ewoks and droids the same Saturday. Okay. And uh, droids is good and Ewoks is, uh, I don't want to say bad, but it's there. So, so what's interesting about droids, though, is it, it does take place on a planet. Yeah. That is like... Like it's what has one like home base sort of planet. It does. It's super time. weird. It's it's it, yeah. It's fascinating. It's but it's like, like a new planet. I don't, yes, know, I remember. I don't know. I just remember Coruscant really... or what it is. But it, yeah. it's something, and I I keep seeing it in like the the you know yep. Wikipedia they article. Keep like, oh, it's like this planet is only in droids. The show, yep. but like I guess is mentioned other where uh, in other places. Yeah, they recanonize a lot from droids. They try. It's a lot, so yeah. interesting. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. Like yeah. I, it's just a lot of first appearances. I think in droids. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of like first appearance so. a star wars droids uh yeah on disney plus if you want to watch i don't think they lasted all that long out. but i mean don't go nuts but you know yeah that's a good that's a good kind of late night feeling even just throw on a saturday morning <laughs> thank you adam you yeah. you and i are just like thinking the same thing right now I, yeah. no because like i i think of the times like we like carly and i would occasionally get home on the later side on saturday nights yeah. and watch like the 97 or the 1990s uh, x-men cartoon oh nice that was, like, a good a good saturday oh. night Goodness. that's the that's, yeah. sounds like the best saturday night it's pretty great oh that sounds yeah. great yeah i love that cartoon you don't notice the bad animation at that point <laughs> of the night Look that way my yeah. stepbrother yeah. my, <laughs> my go-to is uh, rick and morty that's when we lean on rick and morty that's a good one. we get like psychological good time. our brains can't really follow all the jokes but uh it's yeah. a fun time no we're like this is deep yeah <laughs> speaking of which is you know what's yeah. deep? uh palu's tale yeah. Um, yeah. it feels like the guy that like illustrated Spawn did this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it does have a McFarlane feel Mc, to it, it for just, sure. It's McFar- yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, it's like <laughs> a venom, right? Not yeah, enough, sure. not enough pouches, uh, and the, the the lower legs are well defined, so it's not really McFarlane, <laughs> but pretty close. Yeah, sorry, inside yeah. joke, inside got it, comic <laughs> joke, got it. Um, yeah, but it's just like yeah, once there was this awesome Ewok, and he was the strongest fighter ever and he's on the trail of some monster that <laughs> that ravaged the village and he goes after him and it's like yeah and just when you thought he was dead he was dead and then he died yep <laughs> and then, and then gets and the, the chief didn't he goes bonk <laughs> he does to the storyteller he's yeah. like yep. no oh, yeah like, I love it. like yeah. you're the worst yeah. like he hits the guy that told the story because i guess they're like it's story time in the in the around the fire that which is the overall setup to these three tales and mm-hmm. and people yes. are getting up and telling stories and he's like what's wrong with you yeah yeah all the kids it's, are crying yeah. they're like why yep. <laughs> I don't know the bonk got me though it's pretty great I love yeah. it yeah we got uh, peak puzz yes tail yeah which... she is the techie engineer from Black Spire. That book? No, book? it's um. Oh my gosh, you're right. It, it is. It does. I was like, I wonder. This sounds a lot like that character. It's from uh, yeah. Jin Urso's uh, Rebel Rising. Yeah, there you go. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, anyways, it's the sort of techie Ewok character we've seen in the novels, yes. which is cool. Um, and how she gets off world. Yeah. Right. Like that's yeah. So that's basically what we're getting. It's just a story about 
cobbling together a little starship to get off world, which I love because I was like, this is sort of a star part of a Star Wars fantasy I have, which is like, I love like your, you know, I kind of love the Phantom Menace and that whole plot beat of like their hyperdrive is is busted and they have to land and sort of get like, I like the idea of your ship doesn't work and you have to fix it off world. Like it's, it's such a fun fantasy and to do it from like nothing like just scraps, scraps. is so cool yeah. it's yeah. so cool uh and Pikpa is in uh actually it's so funny this is to mention again it's in uh last shot actually is where Pikpa. Pikpa. it right, wasn't real rising no not based on wikipedia thank you for doing that oh. googling that yes. my apologies grant i was so sure no, because sir. Jin like runs no, into a slicer fire, so i was wrong too it was last, it shot. Was last shot yeah so all right okay. uh cool yeah uh yeah, it's hard to forget an Ewok slicer that you run across, like on some I, weird yeah. asteroid outpost. And like, but again, I love the fact that I forgot this that she was part of the uh, crew with Chewie, Han, Han, Lando. Yeah, to 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 uh to track down Fizengor. Yeah, I just love that. Like, Pikfa just shows up. She again. was a slicer. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So yet another feather in the cap of that amazing book, which. I love it. One of my favorite things in the old X-Wing comic or X-Wing books was that they had a fake Ewok uh, flying one of the to psych out their uh, their enemies. They had this like puppet Ewok that they would use. <laughs> and I love now that like we've gotten to new you like, no, we don't need fake Ewoks. We actually have Ewoks doing things, doing things. out in the galaxy. Yeah, that would be so, so funny to yeah, see like a so TIE good. pilot like glimpse into the canopy of yep. an X-Wing and is like, what the heck? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh I will also mention that the Ewoks that the the um the the way they do the Ewoks actual title at the end, which is hard to see because I have yeah. an iPad, is the uh is the old cartoon. Yes. Uh yes. Yeah, the font. The font. Yeah. So thank great. you. Font was the yeah. word I could not think of to say in my <laughs> Oh life. yeah, it is gorgeous. I really like yeah, Ewoks. I'm welcome to a like a running series of Ewoks because I think they're just fun characters yeah. and they have the whole village set up like there's there's a lot you could do yeah. there i mean it's weird so they not to like keep it you know hitting this marvel unlimited but they do like they have like an x-men one and avengers one they yeah. have like a lot of ones that are like ongoing spider-man one and i'm like just do a star wars one like just do a star wars marvel unlimited just give it a listen along just always be like ewok tales you know you well, just get these like Ewoks, five it's like yeah. i don't there's not a lot of like cute comics no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of comics are just gritty action, superhero action yeah. comics. It's like, I think there's, they're missing that. Sp- I mean, you have your, you know, I don't know, the Sonic the Hedgehogs and your whatever the heck yeah. you have, your other comics, but it's like nothing is in Star Wars space is that cute except for maybe Ewoks. Like Ewoks, yeah. Jawas, can... Ewoks, but I think Ewoks just more can sustain a long running story. I agree. I agree. And I think but like you could great... do it like, I like that. I don't know how many people are reading Marvel Limited stuff or the or the um, the Marvel Infinity comics, but they're like it's a good space for stuff like that. Like I love those comics because they drop one yeah. a day. It takes two minutes to read, yeah. but they're also like dealing with characters like the the X Men one right now is dealing with like Warpath and like people from like uh, from X Force, and yeah. I'm like, oh, these characters that I love that like they will not touch in main run stuff because it's like you have yeah. to tell like the same gene gray psychop story oh, again it is wild to me that we've got i i we're on an mcu podcast but it's just wild that you know uh, i just finished watching echo i loved it but i was like i just yeah. i really want the, i really would hope like we would just 
you know, eventually get to your war paths and your, yep. you know, Dana moon stars. And like, I you know. can have just so much more the representation amount happening. of native storytelling they did in the yeah. X-Men run oh, is like, so right. It's so ripe it, for, for using in the, in live oh, action. Goodness. See, yeah, Ben, like, you walk away and you've been talking about yeah. X-Men this whole time. X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. X-Men podcast. Oh, real quick. You guys. Anyways, Warpath, incredible character. Read about him, kids. Uh, Awesome character. <laughs> um, that teaches. That yeah, teacher. give right. you an inch, take a mile. Adam said Warpath. I just triggered okay. me. We, I, right. I just was like, yeah, I just wanted. To yeah, talk. Daniel Moon, Danny Moonstar, Daniel Moonstar. I just, I want her. I want, I want oh, live action. One of my favorite characters. That that New Mutants is like yeah. one of the best. All right, so we have Lando there. coming up. Is that what's next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lando. Let's do Lando. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So another sort of like what's Lando got going on here? Uh, I have a note. A Losin. Oh, the, he's he's searching for the plan. So now this is us circling in on getting to. Uh, I mean, even though this is a standalone, it still felt like part of the Star Wars run to me. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and so he needs to call in a favor to get the plans to Jabba's palace because it's a maze. Right. Um, so it wasn't really so... fleshed out in Book of Boba Fett very well. Okay, but you get the idea. No. And so it's a Losin is what, his friend. What was? Um, so the other thing, can I say, uh, so I like this story a lot. I, I mean, this book is fun. It's, it's nice to see Lando. Like, I love the fact that there's like, just like three pages of Sabacc. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just like playing Sabacc. And I appreciate that. I love a, I love a Lando Chewy story. I feel like we need more of those. Yeah. Um, but what I'll say is like, this is, we are now running into the issue, uh, or continuing to run the issue of how many times people have been in and out of Jabba's palace and have looked, uh, carbonate Han in the eyes. <laughs> we have now had a point where Lando yeah. himself has infiltrated Jabba's Land, palace. Like Jabba's palace twice. He's been in Jabba's palace twice. Yeah. Why does he need plans? Cause he seems to well, know the layout pretty well from being in there twice. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, Hey, Sorry. listen, getting in is one thing, getting out with a fair uh, enough, you know, a human yep. being is another, quite another. Yeah. The deep freezing process. It's, it's quite a thing, Adam. All right. And and again, Stephanie uh, Phillips, who I don't recognize the name from Star Wars comics. That seems like a newer a newer author on Star Wars comics. I oh, got cool. to Google that. Uh, I really like her storytelling. I think she yeah. just writes Lando really well. It's great. That just seemed like a weird. Yeah. Like not knowing, like not being part of like everything they've been doing in the with the with trying to get Han yeah. out. You just, you just reminded me that like after um, Rise of Skywalker. Lando Calrissian is still alive, and so is Chewbacca, and so is uh, mm-hmm. Billy Williams. And I just like, do we just want to let that sit there and not use it? Like, maybe we do. Like, give us that show with Chewie and Lando and Zara, Zana, Zara. Um, yeah, you know, trying to I don't know find his daughter. Maybe she's not his daughter, but he's like maybe she's got a lead to who his daughter is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know if Billy D would even want to work at this point. He's yeah. probably super happy wherever he is right now. But um, yeah, anyways, that would be a fun thing to do. Because yeah. Billy no, D I, is like I, one of the highlights of that film. Yes, so good. Uh, I do think the art in this was truly special. So yeah. Look it up. Uh, yeah, Stephanie Phillips is fairly new for Marvel. She hasn't written a ton. She did do the Cap Wolf. Uh, Captain America Werewolf miniseries that just ended that was pretty good. Okay. Oh, cool. Just uh, yeah, yeah. I it, this is a classic Lando comic because it was like you did the mm-hmm. whole Sabak thing, and then I don't know who what 
do you know her name? The uh, character, the contact Alicia on Elosine. Oh uh, wait, there you Alicia? go. Uh, yeah. Wait, sorry, let me just it, double check. Elosine. Um, or was that the planet? Did I, how did I, I think it was Elosine? Oh, Elosin. E L O C I N. Elosin. She yeah, is probably one of the coolest looking new species we've had yep. recently. Yeah. Um, she's like gills. Yeah, I got like a cheek. fish. Uh, like fish little horns story. coming off her chin. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool species. Um, kind of looks like a. A uh, Nikto Mithral, Mith, or Mithral from like Mando, like that, the, oh, the blue yeah. Horatio Sands like fish character. Yeah, Horatio Sands's character. Mithral, yeah, Mithral. yeah. Oh, maybe she is a Mithral. Maybe she yeah. is. Uh, they seem like they would be amphibian. Is that is that would be your yeah, guess yeah. in terms of what they would be? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So one of my least favorite uh, things in comics is when they give certain body features to characters that would have no need to give those because I don't think they would provide milk to their young. I'm just saying there's a part of drawing. You don't draw amphibians with breasts. I'm just saying it drives me a little nuts. <laughs> there's other ways to give people. Oh, wow. That's feminine that's characteristics. I'm just saying like have you read a Conan. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it is very old, but it's just part of me. It's just like we're it's 2024. We know we know why things have breasts. I'm just saying. Just uh, moving yeah, on. But the answer is maybe titties, maybe it gives yes. <laughs> maybe it gives live. Maybe this character they do give live birth. I don't know. They could be slightly oh, different. Course. I'm just saying. There's a galaxy of possibilities. I love that you have that line, Adam. I'm, maybe I'm, that's pedantic, but yeah. every time I see that, I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> Anatomically incorrect. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, amphibians. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong adam you're not wrong actually only mammals but again who knows every you know species species <laughs> species try to get their species develop differently on different planets who knows i don't know i don't know how they evolved you're, is that happening in this issue i mean it was what what like she oh i guess it is yeah yeah, yeah she clearly is she, you know yeah she, clearly yeah, yeah. it's Say yeah, she's just partially amphibian. Yeah. That's right. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe she can just yeah. it just means she can breathe uh, underwater and that's right. Yeah. Yep. She could give live birth uh, and uh, give milk. Yeah. <laughs> but the scenery, like that, just what that whole casino sort of looks like is so cool. It's gold and green glass and like jewels all around yeah. them. And like you see those creatures fighting oh, underneath that. and that in that like really nice yes. like greenhouse thing. It was like very civilized. It's so cool. Well, like, I was like, this location's awesome. And like, I mean, I know what Adam was looking at, but I was looking at that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess there was one part of the I look at, I look at the art. Yeah, indeed. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, yeah, I was just looking a lot at the scenery and like cool to see a gold casino. Sure. Yeah. Like, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I, that in the creature that eats the, uh, the, uh, oh, yeah, the Imperial. Xenomorph. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. It, that thing is, that thing is nightmare fuel. Like, yeah, yeah. I was so, like, wait, where were those in the battle of in the the right? Tetranac arena or whatever? Yeah. Like, uh, that was you just the sound it must make when it's moving. Like the amount of like cracking, cracking, it's just like rattling uh, bones. It was yeah. a straight up, yeah. It was like a HR Geiger like creature. Yeah, yeah. Something from uh, <laughs> Starship Troopers, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and also just like straight up bites the. Imperial into pieces. Yeah, like there's a secret just in the background. You see like legs falling out of its mouth. I'm like, yeah, it's rough. It was awesome. <laughs> it's funny how like multiple yeah. in multiple moments in these comics, we'll get to the another moment in Re- 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 the rebellion where it's like people are just like over there, and they're with stormtroopers, yeah. just like calling rebels mm-hmm. out. And I was just like, oh wow, this is like you can just they can do this at any moment in any Star Wars story. Stormtroopers can just you know you know enter. Right. It's fun. 
Um, yep. Yeah. And ways to get off planet, I think, what, uh, safely. Yeah. Yep. He it, doesn't it, sell it. out the Falcon, so that's cool. Um, good, nope. short, chewy storyline there. I do love it. Yeah. I just, Lando is like, Ben, you were saying, like, such a, it's like just, it's ripe for storytelling. It's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah. I, I, if you want like a, if you want like a, the miniseries series always been great with Lando, he's been a big focus of the Star Wars main run. I'm like, just give him his own comic at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think they want to do There's bigger than like Wolfo Wall though. Street for yeah. Star Wars. It could be like, but like not as embroiled in corruption and, and, and bad, you know, uh, actor decisions, but like more of just like, just the antics of like high society and sort of like Lando moving through that. Like mm-hmm. th- it could be a feel good show. Yeah. It could be like a once upon a time in Hollywood sort of like experience where it's just like, just, it just has this style and grace to it where you just really just can easily, you know, get into the narrative and easily sort of just mm-hmm. take in the thrills of Lando. And it can maybe leave behind a lot of the heaviness that comes with star Wars. that a lot of fans bring to the table of just like, judging every little incremental detail in terms of like lore or the force or Jedi's or Jedi etiquette or the downfall of the Jedi. It can kind of just get away from all that junk and, and rebellions yeah. even, and, and it can kind of just be a fun yeah. show. You know what I mean? It can kind of just really be a good Did you ever, did you ever see uh reinventing Anna? It was about that, no. that like internet huckster who kind of like found her weaseled her way into high society and almost like made off with oh. $40 million. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, but that sounds familiar. I remember yeah. hearing about it. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's quite good, but it, you know, that's what the Lando series could kind of be. I, I always see him as sort of like comes from humble means, but like knows how high society behaves. So he's able to sort of like right. blend in, you know, seamlessly mm-hmm. and feel like one of them. And, um, I don't know. I feel like that that could be a good starting point for anything you do with Lando, you know, series. I like that. I like that take. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, all right. Lando's awesome. And uh, continuing on. Sorry, as I'm sort of pushing us here as we sort of no, approach no. the two yeah, hour no, mark. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> like, well, like, oh, let's just get right down to the brass tacks here. Um, <laughs> Back to three more comics. Yeah, someday this will be an hour long uh, podcast, but I don't know what day the Empire. Are. are we at the Empire now? Yes, yeah, the Empire. Yes, uh, yeah. indeed. Yeah, uh, Empire. Jody Hauser, uh, like just this, yeah. just a powerhouse of Star Wars yeah. that yes. uh, I don't, I don't know what, uh, just I don't. Maybe she doesn't want a, a main run comic, but if that should be the only reason she doesn't have one, does that make yeah, sense? Like she, she should have been offered, it, yeah. but maybe she wants to do other stuff because she's done. She does a ton of the adaptations. Um, she did like the Rogue One and the and the Rise of the Skywalker adaptation. Yeah. But she did the Tie Fighter miniseries, which was great. So good, was yeah. so good. Shadow and, Wing, all that. Yeah, stuff. Uh, and then all the Age of the Republic uh, comics. I think she did quite a bit of them. So she's so good. This book, this this comic was one of my favorites of the series. It was a little on the funnier side, yeah. um, but <laughs> but the thing is, I just want to kind of jump to the end of just like he ends up in the same type of prison, right? That we see in Andor. In Andor. And yeah. he, and my point my my the point is like I'm like he's smiling at the end right like he has yeah. a wry smile on his face and the reason yeah. why is he's been in prison already yes. which is the, which is which is the he was in prison he was in the the empire was his prison uh, he was being fed gruel right he was watched constantly right he didn't have any freedom 
right? But he but he here ended up he in has prison friends. Was, he has friends. His People will talk to him. Like yeah. he ends up in prison is happy because it's a better prison. Yeah, than yeah. The, like prison was better is than a the better Empire. thing than the Empire, which I like love that story at the yeah. very that little like nugget at the end. And he lived. Uh so he's got that going. And he lived. Yeah. 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 No, well, I, I mean he was accused of numerous crimes against the empire of which every all of them seemed very extreme and it was all because he trusted that imperial protocol droid that just goes to show you never spill information to imperial protocol droids just just don't just don't touch them you know yeah don't don't share no and they're gonna come around it's like they're gonna try to be helpful. It's like whispering your secrets on the internet. You're low. It's like, <laughs> yep. well, now it's part of the hive mind, and you're that's yeah. It's gonna live forever, and yep. everyone can see it. So don't do that. They'll end it just like actively report on you. Apparently, apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just love when he's pulled in by the ISB agent, just like yeah. judging by your record, you're either a rebel spy or dangerously incompetent. Yeah. And I just love that little moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's dangerously incompetent yep. for the. It's the second one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I love when he um, like fires up like the schematic for the Death Star two, and he's like, "Oh, uh, oops, yeah, whoops." Yeah, we'll and this is of course a character by Milo Grant, Grant from yeah. Hosnian Prime. Yeah. Yep, uh, big Ron Weasley energy yes. coming off, yes. like, very much so. And like giving him the um, that type of facial hair, like yeah, the, the, the chin beard, the the, the chin beard, no, the chin no strap. mustaches. Yeah, the chin strap is kind of perfect, like exactly yeah. how he should look. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So wait, does he do anything? To, I, I thought I read at one point in the comic that he sort of like does something to bypass the, the codes to quickly access the shield generator or something like, is that an Easter egg for us or something? But like, it is kind of a one, uh, oh. like it is simple to get into that shield generator because of Rilo Grant. Maybe. I didn't think it was. I, I don't know. That was a fan. Yeah. I think if we though. dug into it deep enough, we could figure it out. There's it was something like about being like, well, if you unlock, yeah, if you unlock one code, you unlock all the codes. He's like, now it's easier, and it's like, bro, yep, how dumb are you, man? Like, come on, um, pretty pretty dumb, yeah. But I mean, also dumb, but pretty good at uh, hacking or slicing or like, you know, I mean, like technologically pretty good, but yeah, 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 very dumb. Yeah, I guess a new industry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Grant's industry. So yeah, I could see why you would be like, okay, put that in the old notebook there <laughs> another yeah like, this week there was up a lot of offline talk about arms dealers it was weird like then i saw like a couple posts online about people thinking about arms dealers i don't know what's going on in the star wars galaxy far far away but um uh i mean we're in, we're in a time of of upheaval and violence in the world yeah. so it makes sense that we all may be you know unconsciously thinking about arms dealers right, right. Yeah, you should right, not, yeah. To, not to bring us down. Moving along. Moving on to rebellion. <laughs> rebellion. <laughs> Sorry, the sociologist, the sociologist of me can't help. But yep, that was my fault. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, moving along. All right, the rebellion. Uh, Buxel Troon um, and Kelgor Six. Sorry, yeah. these are just like name. I just write names down. Yeah, Buxel uh, Troon is like uh, what the rebellion intelligence guy mm. makes act aware of uh, an assassination attempt on Mon Mothma and who does he call and Poe's parents oh yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parents. well I mean he, doesn't he call he calls Akbar right yeah Akbar well he them. calls Akbar but then Akbar yeah. calls there's, there's a Shara lot of Bay in this and comic Kes Dameron. Kes Dameron. 
this comic is really good for intrigue. Like it's really written quite well because it's like yeah. a lot of like this person calls this person calls this person calls that person. Yeah, I meant mm-hmm. to do this. I knew this was gonna happen. Like it just like it's very fun. Yeah, yeah. Who wrote oh, this? I want to skip over the Ar- Arcona bounty hunter with the IG head. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, to answer your question, Alex Segura. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, Alex. Yeah. So he wrote this one. He wrote the Podiron novel, actually. Yeah. Right. The uh, the spice running novel when. He's like I young with sorry. Yeah. Yep. Which is like all referenced throughout this, right? Because the wait was because Zara one? Bliss is mentioned. Yeah, the Blisses are all mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Zora Bliss is, I guess, mother. God, or... it could be grandmother I... at this point. Uh, grandmother. I don't, I think I don't know. Maybe... We met Zara Bliss. Yeah, I couldn't remember that book, and I was like, "Well, they are all <laughs> named something, no. something." It's not Zori. It sounds like she died, and there's like a calamity within the pirate. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's Zori's grandmother died, and her mother took over, Oops. and that's where we're sort okay. of meeting this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was yeah. kind of a power back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it, yeah, I believe so. But a cool Kajimi tie-in. Um, they did yeah. every once in a while. There's cool stuff on Kajimi. Great planet. Was it yep. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we get Jalakaz mm-hmm. in this comic, which is a new planet, which is I referenced it at the start, at the beginning of the show Thank here. You. Yeah. <laughs> You're still hanging on <laughs> with us. Here God, that feels pod. like five minutes ago to me. I mentioned that way, probably two hours ago. Um, yeah. Chules on Jalakar cause was just a great sort of cantina name and just great yeah. cantina, you know, like scene on a planet. It was just great. I, I love that whole swamp cantina vibe. It was great. B too. Um, yeah. All right. Right on. Yeah. So it's pretty much just up and down. Oh wait, no, no. So this is actually, yeah, this is an incredible story. And, you know, we see the, the crack team do their thing um, and save my Mothma. And obviously it's like, Kind of confusing, honestly. Like it was a little confusing. Yeah. It was like, who has the edge on who? Right. Yeah, spy versus spy. <laughs> right. You think the bounty hunter is like at the edge, and like they have the edge, and then the bounty hunter has the edge, and then he gets a shot yeah. off. And well, it was a race against time, and like they turns out Marmaka saves herself. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone right. else. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's that. Good. Uh, Tommaso, that's another character we see in Dude, this. Where did we see um, Tommaso before? He is from another thing. He's I from Free. He's from Freefall. I'm googling it right now. Yes. So he's What's from Free something Fall? else. And he's- that's the Podamron Freefall book. That's the uh, Segura novel. Sure. So that's why she shows up. But what I'm trying to let me just read. He has a he has a he's a one paragraph bio. I just want to read this. All right, for a second. Tommaso okay. was a human male individual who is a high ranking member of the criminal gang known as the Spice Runners of Kajimi. However, he was eventually a. You know, Come on. Sorry. Spoilers? The, an ad just popped oh, up. Oh, yeah. Is he like um, posed before? Uh, however, he, had, he was eventually accused of becoming an informant, passing information to New Republic, and was killed by the gang's leader, Zeva Bliss. Uh, In truth, he had been framed by the New Republic Security Bureau office, officer, Sela Troon, as part of her vengeful campaign against Bliss and the gang. So he ends it. He, he reaches okay. his, his demise in freefall. But it's just like he was, uh, he was accused of becoming an informant. I mean, isn't he? <laughs> Wait, did you say Celatrune or Buseltrune? Uh, Celatrune. Well, S E L A Trune. Oh, do you have a Because Buseltrune is our character from this. So is that the same person or a related I thought, person? I felt something funky about Buseltrune. I I was like, is he giving? Is he is he giving counter information? Like I was confused with the whole. Right, like I didn't. I, I thought there was someone we couldn't trust in this narrative, or something. Feels like he's just picking up what comes across the wire okay. and letting people know. Yeah. You know, that's right. 
I, th- I think yeah. Busel Troon's okay, but if like eventually Busel uh, or this other Troon frames, um, you know, our other guy, I don't know. That, that seems kind of. I don't know. We'll have to read that book again and cover it. That's, that's not going to happen, buddy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It's just... If we ever want those answers, yeah. that's probably the only I will scour the wiki page for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently like clicking everything on Wikipedia. I mean, you Wikipedia, but to the you know the real answers, oftentimes you Wikipedia, you don't get the connections. Yeah. Yes. No, you you get you have better. to absorb the thing. Yeah, you got to absorb the thing. Um, yeah. So great issue. Um, loved it. 10 out of 10. Uh, I love Alex Segura. I think the whole Mon Mothma panel where it's just her reflecting on yep. galaxy, the galaxy and seeing history change in these these moments. And she's been around for like two massive shifts in sort of the 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 order of the galaxy. And it's, I don't know, that's pretty remarkable when you really stop and think about her character and what she's been through and how she is affect how she's been a, such a major component to these changes. Um, yeah, I think behind after Palpatine is Mon Mothma, maybe the most influential character yeah. in on the Star Wars sort of chessboard of, of everything reshaping things. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Leia yeah. Organa is up there for right, sure Leia. and Luke, I guess. But but yeah, no, really. But, like, they're but the Leia two is weirdly, I don't know how to say this. I mean, I think we're seeing now in, in like return era Leia, we see her up there. But she's so yeah. like a battle, like battlefield commander. Yeah. That I'm not trying to like discount Leia at all, but I feel like like Bond was the one who was like high level yeah. moving the chess pieces yeah. around. And, She's like, making the hard think, decisions. Yeah. 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 No, I, th- this is what I think most of like season two of Andor should be. And, and, yeah. and I have to say, this comic, all it did was whet my appetite for Andor. I was like, it felt very, it to me. very influenced by <laughs> yeah know, and or written but, mon but, but I mean, I especially mon wielding a blaster is that right. mm-hmm. is that to tell us that maybe we could see some some more action with mon in terms yeah. of like yep taking out maybe taking out davis skull yeah maybe that's it <laughs> to despise him i'm yeah. just like and she's just oh man yeah yeah definitely like sooner or later she's gonna have to pick up a blaster and know how to use it that's that's what i mean like we're calling her you know the one of the biggest leaders up there with palpatine like she needs we're going to see that jump because like she's a yes. senator and yes, she's, you know, a politician and, a you know, representative of huge populations. And but it's like she has to become a leader and make really, really hard decisions. And it, I feel like they should show that transformation. Um, and that would be really fun to see. Genevieve O'Reilly is just doing such yes, a good I job in the yes. door that, like, I don't think we give her enough praise. Yeah. Whereas, off, we're like Fiona. No, because that is Mon Mothma to me. There, there's no actress. Like, we're like, we're, we're praising these actors, but I don't think we spend enough time really praising yeah. what she's done with Mon Mothma. In like those episodes when she's just like fretting all these political relationships yeah. and her family's it's falling so apart. Good. And, like, I mean, it's I oh, I love I love. Tina Lugan, I love Andor, the character, yeah. but like the thing I watch the most for in Andor is, is Mon Mothma. It really is. And I would not expect that yeah. if you told me that's what I was going to be like the main takeaway from that. It's like, I want every scene to be her. Yeah. She's a huge legacy character. I mean, there's going to be obvious yeah. attachments there, but um, yeah. And more politics. And we get some more yes. final politics and, that we haven't gotten in Star Wars and forever. And really exciting, engaging politics. Nothing to take away yeah. from what went on in Andor. Uh, sorry, uh, Ahsoka. But I'm just saying, like, Andor was on another no. level of but it's intrigue. Like, it's Andor's like, juicy, you know? It is, it's, it's, also, like, it's got that whole, like, Game of Thrones. Game. It's, that pa- it's, like it's, political, got the, it's got the palace you know, intrigue. Palace intrigue yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, like, dude. On another like, level. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. for sure. It's an area that's not... It's. 
it's an area that's not explored enough in Star Wars, and we're getting some of it, which is like yeah. that's why I think it feels so refreshing. Yeah, it's also not as just grimdark as Thrones, where it's no. just medieval politics. It's sort of this fun modern. Yeah, and so many people root for, and you know, yeah. people are going to be the good guys are going to be successful. <laughs> like you know that in some cases, you know. so cool. Yeah. yeah, and obviously it's like an age old sort of tale of rebellion too, in a lot of ways, yeah. where it's really capturing yeah. what it means to wage a rebellion, what it takes to wage a rebellion, and who are these people who can sprout as leaders? You know, that's just I can't wait. So much. I can't stuff. wait. Anyways, uh, last comic. That was it, buddy. Because we that started. Was it. With that was it. We did, guys, we, we did, did it. it. The fire. We did it. Um, yeah, just covered yeah. it. Well, I didn't really think that was that much material, but there was so much to talk about, guys. That was really fun. Yeah, I mean, we I did we do said, like a twenty-minute like transformer we break to talk about Quinlan Voss every every yeah. thirty minutes. I, I know. So. Well, he deserves it, man. It's just like there's a lot yeah. of fertile ground for fun stories there. Uh-huh. You know, the title of our episode might revolve around Quinlan Voss. Spoilers. Oh. Do it. Okay. Yeah, I can't I think, wait to see that. Uh, I hope it's easy. Yeah. Well, there's for a type. You'll see. Yeah. Um, right on. Um, awesome. Uh, hey, uh, this was so fun. It's good to see you guys. Uh, it's good to be yeah, uh, drinking alcoholic beverages at the bar instead of non alcoholic beverages. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> Stay in back. school, kids, but alcohol is great. Moving tea isn't fun. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, it's just good to be back in the, in the whole crew. And I've got a, I think there will be more uh, videos coming out for as I'm teaching myself to be a better video uh, editor. Yeah. Um, what a better way I, to practice. I think, than, uh, yeah, I think what I'm going to do, and I was, talk. I was going to say this off air, but here I am. I, yeah, I've got the it. stage, so I'm going to take it. Here we are. Um, I'm going to take real cocktails from the stories and I'm going to imagine what they would look like. I think that's what I'm going to do. Well, I have a list. For I you, know you man. do. And I that's where it. we'll there start. Long list. Yeah, I may start Perfect. with a Mary Lou Ron sunrise because I know exactly what that looks like. But um, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. But go. I thank you for that list. So that's yeah. how we'll go. And, yeah. uh, and this ends with you publishing, getting a published uh, cocktail book from uh, Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a lawsuit. One of the other. On brand for our pod. Yeah. 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 You know, because it's just like, that's what it's about, man. Just taking it easy at the end of the week. Have a couple beverages. Talk Star Wars. What's better than yeah. that? Talk Star Wars. Escape and is, Escape is uh, apparently other stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Same. Awesome. Um, we'll come back at you next week with all the latest with Star Wars and um, some other stuff. We don't know yet. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. Um, go, Niners. <laughs> yeah, go Niners. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll, nope. we'll see how it goes. But um, can't wait for it. Thanks very much for joining us again on Cantina Chronicle.